Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Morenzi alongside the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Mike Blewett will join us a little bit later on. We'll run the gauntlet with Blewett. Drew Dickmeyer will try to uh, help uh, us become millionaires. (laughs) I hope so. I I hope he's not hoarding the good picks for himself. Come on, share a few, Drew. Drew Dinkmeyer will join us in the 6 o'clock hour. We'll talk some Major League Baseball uh, DFS for the degenerate gamblers amongst us. Uh, it looks like uh, baseball takes center stage here this evening. Yep. And to be honest, I'm not really l- loving this uh, baseball card tonight. No, Marenzi, I've given it a, like twice, three times over, and I'm looking going, Ugh, there's a lot of ugly games. The favorites you like are minus 270. The dogs don't really have bite. They're really bad teams. No, it's a very, very difficult card tonight. Tread lightly. Washington and Milwaukee, that's a tough game. Very tough. Gio Gonzalez versus Shasin. Oh, boy. That's a tough one. Lean Milwaukee, but I don't love it. Oakland and Texas is a tough one. Very tough. The Cubs and the D-backs is a tough one. Sure is. The Reds and Cards, I don't know. You really want to lay 80 cents uh, with the Mets, even though DeGrom is on the hill? I prefer not to. No. Minus 290 for the money-burning Cleveland Indians. I know. Kluber against Williams? Yeah. Severino's minus 290. And Tampa Bay is a good home team, so pass on that, too. Atlanta and Miami, ugh, that's a tough one. Kind of like Miami there, Gabe. Yeah, that's a tough <laughs> one. Miami, actually, if not for that walk-off home run, would have uh, done some damage in I'd Tampa ride Bay. The, I'd ride the hot Dodgers, but uh, ugh. I kind of like the Eflin's hot. pretty good. Getting I, home, Eflin's, home yeah, Eflin plus yeah, 135. Eflin's pretty good. Yeah, but Stripling, he puts money in your pockets. Red Sox are minus 185 road favorites. Orioles are horrible, but don't really love it. God, like the only game. You said it, man. I, actually, I like the Twins as a dog tonight. I was going to say the only My, game I like. San, against Santos L. Helper. I was just going to say the only team I kind of like tonight are the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> Santos L. Helper. Yeah, Santos Little Helper. Yeah, Santos Little Helper. Help, help Marenzi. Yeah. <laughs> Minus 135. Yeah, it's, I, I was going to take a shot with Maya. Minus uh, 135 and what yeah. could be one of the final uh, the final countdown for Josh Donaldson as a member of uh, the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays. They yeah. probably, you know. Could have done it earlier, but. It's not like his value is at an all-time high right now. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Bitcoin. I think it's uh, going down. <laughs> the new the new guesstimation for the Jays and Josh Donaldson is that uh, the waiver trade deadline. Ooh. Like, not, he's not going to yeah. get traded in the next eight days. He's not healthy. No, exactly. Like, who's going to trade? Like, he's not playing. He's not healthy. Like, he's, the best he's, thing you he's, said, he's, though, you know like, I mean? we watch this team, and they're like, hey, Josh Donaldson, and then we watch him throw to first base, and he skips it in three times. Like, this is before the season. Like, what was happening in spring training? Like, who was asleep at the wheel? 
Like this organization has a history. Gibby was. Oh yeah. Well, you know, tell you, Gabe, it's tough decisions. I remember the first game. Yeah, the first, the first. <laughs> it was actually the second at bat. It was horrible. Normally, I don't remember the first yeah. at bats of the season, but yeah. I do. Can't forget this one because I remember the first at bat of the year was for the Jays. Somebody like flied the ball to Curtis Granderson and left, and he dropped it. Yeah, yeah, right in the yeah, boom. Yeah, it was like that. a casual. Yeah. yeah, I know. And the season starts off with a fly ball. It's like the first pitch too. Tuck. It's like routine fly ball. Granderson dropped it. And like two batters later, Stanton put it in like the fourth deck. Exactly. <laughs> like upper deck. You're right. It's <laughs> like, well, two there's there's this year the way it started. But so the first at bat was um, was Granderson yep. and the second at bat was like a ground ball to Donaldson. Yep. <laughs> who, who like one hopped it to first base. And I remember the announcer saying uh, you know, it's first game there, Buck. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, you know sure. ball, ball slipped. Yeah, ball sure. slipped. Sure did. And then, like two <laughs> innings later, another ground ball went to him, and he couldn't get it to first base. Like again, it was like a two hopper. You're right. That like, he threw it, and it just like, <laughs> it wouldn't even get there. And it was basically like, well, Donaldson can't throw the ball from third base to first base. It's the first game of the year. Exactly. And after the game, Gibby, well, you know, I never, I never saw him throw there up there in Dundee. You know, like. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you never, never saw him throw? throw? You guys were there six weeks. Like, how could it be that the best player on the team, you were unaware that the guy can't throw a baseball? It's <laughs> like, so like, the way he said it, well, you know, he never really threw the ball too much in Dundee. We didn't really play him much. It's like, oh, you didn't play him, but did you, were you aware that his arm was hurting? He's got a, his arm's falling off. Like, he can't throw. I don't even think his recent injury and stuff's his arm. No, he's, it's he's, something he's, else. No, yeah, <laughs> something else. Like this. This is the thing. It's like it's a walking infirmary with these guys. The thing is, though, before the year started, remember, right before the year started in Dundeedon, Donaldson got into a little bit of a tiff with the Jays. Yes, he did. They met. They met, and basically the Jays, like they do to everyone, told him, "Listen, we're going to screw you, and we're not going to yeah, pay you. No money. Yeah, there's no there's no extension coming. Right. So if the Jays knew that, they should have just traded him. A lot of teams before the year started yeah. would have jumped all over Josh well, Donaldson. Before, now, before they see him skipping balls to first base, it would have been a good time to get rid of him, wouldn't you think? Yeah, not to mention he's a free agent. <laughs> yeah, another good point. So like, like, yeah, it's like the list of so all the like things you need to do. Just say, well, if yeah. he's healthy, if he's going to be healthy, I'll just sign him in the offseason. Expensive player, free agent, yeah, like everything. All signs point to dealing. But hey, that's this is the that's the organization. Kind of, kind of bad timing for Donaldson too, though, because he was the MVP of the league, yeah. but. He's not, you know, I don't know what he's going to get offered. That's like people are like, he's not getting any 30 year, $30 million a year oh, deal. Oh, God, no. No, like, no. Like, like, you know, could be, we don't even know the know, severity before, of before the oh, dream, Before, he could have made before the dream was, I'll right. get at least $20 million exactly. a year. For, for fun. Yeah, I'm Josh Donaldson. Yeah. I'll get $20 million a year. He, he was raking. Maybe yeah. $25 million a year. You know, four years, $90 million, $95. Sounds pretty good. Now it's more yeah. like, you know, yeah, we'll give you a two year deal yeah. worth 20 Yeah, if 18 <laughs> 18 <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, twenty. It's a cold world. It is. Well, we don't know. We and that's the thing. Like these guys, we don't know since the arm injury. You said it though. It's not. It's not that arm. It's obviously it's something else too. But anyway. Yeah. With all that being stated, kind of like the Jays tonight. Santos. Yeah. Interesting. El Santos. It's a horrible board. Yeah. It's a really bad board. It's a horrible board yeah. today. Yeah. Don't force the issue, buddy. It's just you know, there's a, there's a, the beautiful thing is there's a the sun comes up and there's a big baseball board tomorrow. You know, and maybe a pitcher won't get scratched. I got a feeling that Molinari can win the uh, the British Open. Maybe I should take that. Oh shit! It's too late for that. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Good call uh, by Cam Stewart. Thanks, Mike. Gabriel Brunson. Cam Stewart. Great call yeah. by uh, by Cam Stewart. 
because um, I do remember when I said, my, "All right, my top pick." Forget yeah. about the thirty-eight pack. Like, yeah. what's yeah, who, the, yeah, what's the well, who, like who's the guy that you think can win? And you said, "Ah, Molinari." I've been taking him every Molinari. <laughs> You've been riding Molinari off. What, what did he pay? Thirty-eight to one. Wow. So yeah, no, I got on the early betting, and on one site I got him at the early thirty-eight to one. I think on a couple sites he was down to twenty-eight to one by uh, by tournament time. So. You know, it wasn't just me. I think a lot of people who watch a lot of golf realize. So between the two of us, I was good. Between the two, no, we, we, we crushed it, buddy. We. Uh, I, I, think, people, I think we should do a golf show now. Like this is what we're doing. I we're gave people, people to make the cut parlay that uh, two hundred paid nine thirty-five, yep. and yep. Uh, you gave them the winner of the tournament. Yep, sounds pretty good. Maybe, uh, yeah. I don't know what it is, Gabe, but golf's been our friend lately. It's been the uh, the one sport that really hasn't let us down. Yeah, this you know the CFL has let me down. Yeah, I kinda. He, Ottawa let me down that night by not covering, but I teased them with Winnipeg. I gave too. back a lot of that golf money. Yeah, so. I don't like to hear things. People like that. say to Monday. People say to much Alouettes are the worst team in the league. I think the Argonauts Ar- might know be what? the worst. They, they're worse than the. They are horrible. The, the, the Alouettes lost once, fifty six ten. Yep. Other than that, to, Winni- never, to Winnipeg. Yep. They've never lost by more than like 11 points, I think. And the, Winni- the Argos get smoked every week. The Argos' touchdowns were defensive touchdowns after mistakes by the offense. Yeah, they're terrible. They can't score offensively. They're, they're terrible. They're, they're, no, they're, they're a train wreck. They're a kicker. I'm not, I don't say this often, Gabe. I don't want to sound Pfeiffer. like. Pfeiffer. Uh, Pepper? Pepper. Ronnie Pepper? I think, I think they call Pfeiffer. him. Yeah, they call him Pepper. I was listening to the game on the radio. Yeah, it's yeah, Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. No, no, his name's Pfeiffer. Maybe his yeah. nickname's Pepper. Uh, no, I think that's how they pronounce his last name, actually. But uh, anyway, who cares? <laughs> he can't kick. Pepper, Pfeiffer. I don't know what it is, but Pepper. he stinks. It's not Pepper. Are you sure? Yes, I'm okay. sure. Yeah, okay, let's check it out. <laughs> Ronnie what, Pfeiffer? No, I'm telling you, man. It's something crazy. That's the way they pronounce it. Oh, anyway, that the Argos guy can't get the game right. I was listening to the game on the radio. That's probably Hogan, like his nickname yeah. for him, Little Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I was I was a high school kicker. Don't I sound like uh, I don't know. somebody? You know, somebody tuning in, let yeah. us know how you pronounce the name. Yeah, yeah let, let, let us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, Argos let, fan out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, let us are know. you there? It's like Sam Dar- Sam Darnold. Yeah, Darnold. Darno. Yeah. Pepper? Yeah, either way, the kicker sucks. Yeah, right? yeah, the yeah, guy's yeah. terrible. That's my point. Like, I was a high school kicker, and uh, I can't think of uh, a worse kicker. Like, he missed from 27 yards. Like, these are these are chip shot field goals, Brent. Yeah. He, like, he sucks. You're, you're on Not to mention, yeah, they, let you, they let you use a damn tee. That's another point. <laughs> you, can, you get an elevation. Don't even have to worry about the block. The tee. The tee. <laughs> He is brutal. I was I was at the football game. I was actually sitting with like uh, the the uh, the parents. Yeah, again, you got the family section yeah, again. It seems again, to be yeah. your thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Last week it was Wilder Junior. Who was it this week? Uh, it was like uh, the lineman. Oh and, yeah. Uh, Saint John. I don't know. I think Jude Saint John's family. You know the show Corner Gas. Yeah, that guy was there. No, but you know, like the the, the father on Corner Gas. Yeah, yeah, she passed away recently. The guy who loves the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. But I was sitting next to a dude. He even looked like him, and man, he was a crusty old dude. And I don't know if the guy was a referee or something like that because it was strange. Like he knew every, st- but he was bitching about everything. Ah, the ref made a mistake. He's supposed to. Ah, so he starts drilling me during the game. He's like, it's uh, second and twelve. It's procedure. Where's the ball now? I'm like, he's like, yeah, they could take the, I'm like, he was going on and on about the rules all day, but it's funny, even the parents of the Argos players were heckling the kicker, and uh, they were heckling James Franklin, too. 
Really? Yeah, I'm thinking you're not helping your team yeah, by yeah, heckling yeah. your own quarterback. The guy's like also, <laughs> Ricky Ray, the quarterback, went down. He's not like the, he's got some CFL experience, but cut the guy some slack. I think the, the real problem with the Argos the is the offensive line's terrible. They're not just that. They won the Grey Cup. They don't have the killer instinct anymore. Trestman's not to say they, they basically, with a mistake by Calgary, they won know, the Grey yeah, Cup. Yeah, you know they're is, not too? the same team. They're not the damn team. The, the, it always happens, though. It happened last yeah. year in the CFL, too in which there's a misconception in which the team that won the Grey Cup was actually good. <laughs> you know what, Marenzi? It's the CFL. It is. Like, the, dude, the Argonauts were not good last year. They were a 99 football team. They fell ass backwards. They did. Saskatchewan should have beaten them in that game. We, we, were, we were at the yeah. game. Like, yeah, they, they, they dominated should. the second half. They like, did. Absolutely like, it was one of these, like the Argos, and the Argos like, worked the better team in the Grey Cup, and they ended up winning the game. Yeah, it was all aligned. So coming to oh, Grey Cup champions. They're, yeah, they're champions because it's a nine-team league. Everybody makes the damn playoffs. Nope. you got to win two games to be win the championship. They won two games. You know what, Gabe? His name is a mixture of both of our mistakes <laughs> in the middle. I think it's Pepper. Oh, Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Ronnie yeah, yeah, Pepper. Yeah, Pepper. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was not Pepper. Pepper. It's Pepper because the, the, the F is silent. He's a, he's a Pepper. <laughs> it's Ron Pepper. Hey, Pepper, yeah, you yeah, suck. Yeah. You're uh, 26 it's, years old. Come on. He's man. a blonde You're dude. a kid. Yeah, blonde, blonde yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Pepper. See? I looked up Ronnie. There he is. He looks really. He yeah. actually looks kind of like uh, he could be doing the it's bachelor. Let alone P F T E P F E F F E R. So it's Pepper or Pepper. I think it's Pepper. I gotta think it's Pepper. It's gonna be unemployed soon. Yeah, yeah. That's what Whatever it is, he ain't gonna be played for the Argos yeah, that's, there that's, anytime that's, soon. That's, that's, I think I want to go in for a tryout. Like that's I, what like, it's gonna be. But how do you miss a twenty-six yard kick? Like, the, the big, the big news in the Canadian Football oh, yeah. League uh, over the weekend is something that I actually called. I said Johnny Manziel will get traded to the Montreal West. You did. You did. Uh, you know, we we called this yep. because the, you know they didn't bring Johnny Manziel into the CFL to be a backup. And it's pretty clear. Like, Masoli, I don't care if he throws for 300 yards every week. They 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 score three field goals every week. I think Hamilton is going to live to regret this move big time. You don't even, like, give the guy. So, oh, yeah, he's looking great. Oh, You're down by 28 the other night. I know. I know. Saskatchewan kicked you in the it's face. It's like you keep saying, oh, Johnny's done all the yeah. right things well, in practice. He looks great. Yeah. But you wouldn't even, like. And the thing is, guys, in the CFL, like, both quarterbacks always play. Exactly. Like, even the best team. Like, Mike Riley's the best quarterback. That backup on Edmonton gets, like, five plays a game. Third and one situations. Yep. And, you know, like. Even a couple plays. Yeah, you'll see Ottawa. Plays for Ottawa him, yeah. will bring the backup in to run a sneak, but he'll really Dominique throw the ball. Davis, or, yeah, yeah. Like, right? Like, they're, you know, like, the quarterbacks play in the CFL. And they never even gave Johnny, like, a. A, a running no, play. All right, right, listen, anything. go in there on third and one and, you know, get us a first down. Yep, good point. Because they don't want to get the, the starting quarterback hit in the scrums. So Manziel never got an opportunity. Plus, the Alouettes are fading. The Alouettes yeah. are terrible. And, they, you know. They, no, they covered. Well, they did, and I was on them. Yeah, we took the 21. And, 20 um, <laughs> the Alouettes' defense is actually pretty good. I, I agree. Their defense like is fine. they had a quarterback that could make a damn play. Now it's going to happen. So now they got Johnny Manziel, and they also just traded for Darius Bowman Great. about an hour ago. Wow, Montreal just went from a, a team that looks really bad to gra- grabbing a couple think, nice assets. I think that I uh, wouldn't be shocked now. My next prediction is Terrell Owens mm. sides with the Montreal Alouettes. Then things get interesting. Now you look. Uh, Terrell Owens wants to play football. Nobody is signing Terrell Owens in the NFL. They're no. not even inviting him to the Hall of Fame. God, you no. think they're going to give him a job? <laughs> like, exactly. Like, no, he's, he's not even listen, He's not even welcome on a practice squad. You're there. 44 years old. Okay, number one. You're 44. It's over. 
But number two, you're 44, and he ran a 4-4. Still the other day, he showed a video of him running a four. He's four. always been in great shape. He doesn't drink. He's not like he's not like one of these guys that parties his ass off over the years. So, is he the wide receiver that he was? No. The Alouettes need to sell tickets. Johnny Manziel is going to help them do that. Terrell Owens puts it over the top. Now, I already thought Terrell Owens would end up in Montreal. Now, you got to know Terrell Owens. His you know T.O. doesn't have a lot of peers or best friends really. Nobody really likes him. He's one a, guy that he's does a, he's a lone wolf. Yeah. One guy that does is Ocho Cinco. Good point, buddies. Ocho Cinco played, played for the Alouettes. Yeah, where for the Montreal, Montreal Alouettes. Alouettes. Great call. Uh, Terrell Owens went to the Montreal Alouettes camp when he, he was there and hung out. There's a connection there. Now T.O. Sees, oh, man, they got Johnny Manziel there now, too. Yeah. Already be in the spotlight. These games are on ESPN, too. T.O., I expect to be a Montreal Alouette. I just got to decide. Do I get a T.O. jersey or a Manziel Alouette jersey? (laughs) Game time decisions continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Gabriel Morenci alongside Cam Stewart. Mike Blewett will join us at 440. Drew Dinkmeyer at 6 o'clock. We've got our boy Rockamaniac in the house uh, as well. Montreal, longtime uh, Rageaholic. Rockamaniac uh, was actually around for our first ever radio show. He heard our first show, which was uh, 16 and a half years ago. Really? In 2002. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> in 2002. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's, uh, he's in town. Uh, he's in town and actually uh, went to, I think it was called Slammiversary. Well, the right, oh, the wrestling? Impact. Oh, nice, nice. Slammiversary. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Impact uh, Impact <laughs> Wrestling. I'll tell you about Impact Wrestling. I, I kind of like it with the, the women they have there. That division is... Uh, I'm a fan a of the MILFs. There. They have like, it's oh, yeah. all MILFs in, yeah. in there. Like Jarrett, uh, Jeff Jarrett's wife and her crew. Yeah, they're, they, yeah. i got to tell you something. I'm a big fan. The WWE chicks, they're hot they're nowadays. Too, yeah, but they know they're too hot. They're not, uh, it's not sleazy enough. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, like, I mean, like, like the, they're covered. Yeah, the, the impact <laughs> chick comes in with like a garter and a wedding dress, and then yeah. she gets smeared mascara on yeah, his face. Yeah, they'll rip the dress yeah, off. Yeah, Ooh, and then yeah, she got the leg negligee on, and you're like, hey, this is fun. I, I'm with you. I want more hijinks. You know, like uh, Sasha Banks and these yeah, chicks they're, or they're, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they're hot, but smoke show. You know, they're athletes yes, now, they right? Are, yeah. you know, so. hey, hey, we're not doing that. We're, we're here to wrestle. We're not taking it off. But the girls at Impact are like, okay, what do you want me to do, sir? <laughs> Tell me, what do I need to do to stay employed? I like it. 
I actually think the product's uh, pretty good. It's more it's more more comedy and hijinks. WWE's more of a business now. It feels like. Yeah. So our boy uh, Rockamaniac visiting yeah. uh, from Montreal picked a good weekend uh, to visit to Toronto. As uh, what fourteen people got shot last night? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, Unbelievable. Our, our buddy, uh, you tell me, Hainzer lives, uh, Ryan Haynes, a regular listener, con- con- contributor to the network. He lives right there. And the guy came out of nowhere. Like, well, hey, contributor to hey, the network. Yeah, he yeah. tried to win the baseball yeah, tickets, yeah. That's, that's, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm making it seem like he's a regular on the show. <laughs> no, he's a fr- he tried, fr- friend of the program. He tried, yeah. We know him, yeah. and he tried to win the baseball that, tickets. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fair assessment. But no, just the, even watching the video, how nonchalant it was, it was almost like a video game. The guy just comes out, gun, poof, poof, poof. And then eventually, we don't know uh, yet. As the story broke, if he took his own life or the police shot him, we don't know. But uh, also, Gabe, there's a, another uh, situation around. Like, I got to tell you, it's uh, getting pretty dangerous out there. And I don't feel, you don't feel really like Toronto used to be one of those places. Uh, I think very Toronto, safe. it's becoming a very, very dangerous spot. I think it's worked its way up to like number two after Chicago this year. It's actually like that murders bad. per capita. Like right yep. now, it's it's that much out of control. It is out of control. It's strange, too, because you don't really feel in danger when no. you walk down the street no, or anything. Don't. But you watch the news at the end of the day, and you're like, man, a lot of people got shot today. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No, and I'm saying in Ottawa today, there was a knife incident uh, in, in Ottawa, uh, the Canadian capital of Parliament Hill. A man was arrested after a knife incident. So, and you know what happened, Gabe, before with the guns. And, like, it's just, it's the world right now is just going nuts. I don't know what's happening. <clears throat> yeah, the... the uh... The state of affairs. It's not good. Right? Well, you know, the world's always been in a bad state. You know, people always say, ah, it's really, it's crazy now. The world's always just been crazy. And some things are unexplainable. There's, uh, I'm actually surprised there's not more crazy things that yeah. happen, considering how stupid people actually are. Good point. Right? Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, our thoughts uh, our thoughts and yeah. uh, condolences. Yes. Our prayers uh, with, with the, the victims, families. unfortunately, you know. That's all we, what we can really say. But uh, no, I have no idea what the motive was. I got uh, there's knows? nothing. Nobody even talked. No, there's a lot of people. There's uh, it's tough because the guy's dead too. So that's you, another. Thing. Now you got to go through his computer. Exactly. You got to figure out what uh, find his footprint on the computer. A lot there's a there's an eight year old kid there too. It's like it's horrible. It's horrible. A lot of people in the hospital right now. Yeah, it's just sad. They, they, Toronto already went through something like this a couple of months yeah, ago with a uh, dude in yeah. a van ran over a bunch of people. So it's tough. It's tough. Um, so the Toronto Blue Jays uh, game uh, this evening against uh, the Minnesota Twins. I assume there'll be uh, a lot of security because you remember it yeah. was just like last week. Actually, there was a uh, there was a terror threat yeah. outside a Blue Jay game. Absolutely, or the Foo Fighter concert. Yeah, yeah, outside by the aquarium, that whole area by the by where the Blue Jays play. Yes, yeah. So think about this, Marenzi. The last couple months, a van that killed uh, over what was it ten people, uh, a terror threat, and now uh, a, a lone gunman. It's nuts. I see all these tweets, though, about you, know, you can't change the city. There's a lot of love in this town and stuff. It's not true. I went out to McDonald's last night, actually. After what, the, the, the one on Dufferin? After the shooting. No, the one on Bathurst. Yeah. And uh, I told a story on a podcast last night about what just a circus this McDonald's is and how bad the customer service is. Yeah. <laughs> I actually went in, and I never ordered. Like I went in. There was like 20 people waiting. Yeah. It was like two chicks slowly working behind the yep. cash. 
everyone had attitude. There was some dude yelling at her and stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, people always, oh, the city comes together after these oh, tragedies. Don't, like, don't take Rocker no Maniac out to any McDonald's because I'll tell you something. The two McDonald's that you have in your vicinity within a mile are probably the two worst in North America. Oh, they're the one bad, up the yeah. street on Dufferin and Bathurst, they both suck. Like, I've been to both locations. They don't, there's nobody there. Michael Keaton would have a heart attack if he saw oh. these places. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 Michael Douglas falling down? Is no. that what you're talking about? No, Michael Keaton in, in the... In the uh, in the McDonald's movie. He plays Ray Kroc. Oh, yeah, that's right, Ray Kroc. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about, why don't you serve me breakfast? Yeah, oh, Mike, yeah, well, Mike, that, Mike, that's yeah, what I'm talking Michael about. Michael Douglas. Is, yeah, he'd that's go, he, yeah he, he wouldn't be very impressed either for the customer service. The thing is, though, with that movie falling down, like, um, you know, we all have great memories of the movie, but if you actually rewatch it, you realize he is actually pretty insane, and he's actually the one that's kind of crazy. Yeah, he's got the problem. It's not society. You're the problem. Yeah, I know, but, yeah. like, when I watched it, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, sure yeah, no, yeah, yeah, sure yeah, yeah. Too. You're right. Yeah, over time, yeah, you're like, that it, guy's it, really wrong to do what he did. Like, yeah. there's no need for that. Uh, I mean, the guy's yelling. Play. The guy, Michael Douglas, freaks out and smashes, like, a corner store because the guy wants, like, 60 cents for yeah, a Coke. exactly. He's well, like, I'll pay 25 cents. It's like, dude, it's not a quarter anymore. Yeah. That's the thing. This is not negotiable. Like yeah. you're, you pay the man in the store. It's a convenience store. You're paying for the convenience. It's like he is kind of a psycho. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, you're right. The first it time is, I watched it, I was like, yeah, you know, it's society. They're really screwing it this is, guy. It is funny though. Like it is good. good. Movie. Like basically, he goes into like a, a fast food restaurant, and uh, he wants breakfast. Yeah. He orders breakfast, and they tell him, "Sorry, sir, we're done serving breakfast." And. Uh, they're like, at 10 o'clock, we stopped serving breakfast. And he's like, it's not 10 o'clock yet. It was like 9.58 or something. Yeah. And it was some smart-ass kid, like, said, well, I don't know what to tell you, whatever. Like, you should have got here earlier. And uh, basically, he reached into a briefcase Crazy. and pulled out, like, an AK-47. Yeah. Yeah. That, and he the- told the dude, I want a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. That doesn't seem like an appropriate response for not getting breakfast, though. Yeah. When you really think about it, Marenzi. Like we've been upset before, but we're not we're not we're not gonna be that angry about the all day breakfast. No offense. It's actually a pretty the opening scene's pretty cool. He's stuck in traffic oh, yeah, in LA yeah. and he gets out of his car. <laughs> I've leaves. done that. I've actually done it before. He leaves it. I've done like it. he's stuck yeah. in the middle of the freeway. I he gets out it. of his car and he just walks away and he leaves it. I had a panic attack on the road, so I was flipping out. Like I was stopping breathing and I, well, we weren't moving. I got out and walked. But I didn't like leave the car there. I just went for a walk because we weren't moving anyway. Listen, I'm not uh I'm not McGruff, like the safety expert or something. McGruff. Yeah. I'm not McGruff. I'm not McGruff. <laughs> oh. Hey, guys, I think I broke the case yeah, wide yeah. open. Oh, McGruff, McGruff want a treat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> McGruff should have, like, a ch- no, yeah. attacked that. I agree. If you're talking to McGruff like that, he should have, like, had a commercial where McGruff yeah. bit their arm. Yeah, McGruff just there. like. It's like, yeah, you, how have you guys solved the case? How are your cold cases going, you pricks? I agree. They treat McGruff horribly in that commercial. Yeah, but I'm not. So I'm not McGruff, any like sort of safety expert or anything. But uh, I think they advise you not to get out of the car when you're. Oh yeah, no, it's a very good yeah because say yeah, walking on a on a shoulder is probably not a good uh, idea. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, Gabe. Sounds like you've had a lot of panic attacks in different spots. To be honest, yeah, elevators, elevators, airplanes, elevators, elevators, expressways, and expressways. That's it usually. (laughs) That's 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 my three pack right there of uh, panic. I'm, I'm getting better on airways, though. Like, I, I was really bad. But you got to remember something. Me and Gabe were flying on a flight, and I know we were getting drunk, but it was the one time where an airplane flew, like, I'm talking, like, feet. For, like, it was like, 
you don't hear about these things on the news. Like I remember Marenzi, we were drinking and bombed. And I look outside and meow, like another plane, like just missed our plane. I'm like thinking, wow, I guess I was justified in freaking out. Like now I, I, I couldn't get that thought out of my head. But, I know? sort of ignore these things. Yeah, it's a good way. Yeah, I prefer, yeah. Ignoring is like, probably the better way to go. It's like the employees at uh, the uh, Springfield Nuclear Facility. Like when Grimes asked about Homer, they said, this guy's the safety, safety inspector? inspector. And uh, Carl told him. Uh, it's best not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. So, Carl, I get on the plane. I'm aware. I'm like, man, I'm sure there's a lot of things going on up here, but yeah. I don't have any control over it. So, yep, you said that's a, really, a wise, wise way to be. All right, so what's not wise, a dude named Straight Cash on Twitter said uh, he's ignoring his girlfriend's uh, phone calls to listen to the radio show right Great now. move, Straight Cash. I agree. We need yeah. a, I, a... I don't know if I'd advise this. I don't know. Well, he's listening to the show, so... Yeah, but we'll always be here. We'll be here later. Like, maybe his chick won't be. I don't know. I think she'll call back. I think straight cash has got to go. Everything's got He's got it going on. He's allowed to ignore. Have you ever ignored a call before? Got things to do, man. Ignored my call. I don't turn my cell phone on. What do you mean ignore calls? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I hear the thing dancing and beeping. No, I don't. Like I that. don't ignore calls. I don't know when I get calls, so I don't ignore them. <laughs> It's a good point. Yeah. I was over like, at Rockamania and your phone's going, ding, ding, ding. it's making noise and stuff, I'm but not, nobody's I'm looking not, at it. I'm not personally, yeah, I'm not personally like trying to ignore anyone, but I just yeah. sort of, I'm ignoring the phone. Can I ask, as, can as I ask, can I ask you a question? I as, sort as, of look. As a friend and a close, when do you look, when do you go, okay, I've ignored about th- like I have 30 or 40. Do you have like that 10 minute window where you go, I'm going to deal with the situation now? How often? I'll check in on my phone like uh, once a day, twice a day, twice a day. Okay, that's good. That's actually really way better. But most people, how much? What do you think the average person checks on a phone a day? I'm like, going to say fifty times. Like I did, like maybe th- more. This morning, you know, this morning I looked at it. And I said, "All right, no." Uh, uh, I mean, I was nah, like, I don't deal with that one. Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Whatever." <laughs> well, that one can wait. <laughs> I miss the beeper days. Yeah, I like the beeper too. Pagers were where it's at. Yeah. Pagers rocked. Yeah. Like you got back to the person when you want. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. look. Oh, it sounds important. I know that number. Yeah, I'm with you. I got Pagers. that from uh, Clint Eastwood, actually. And uh, it's in the first Dirty Harry movie. When uh, Clint Eastwood, he comes home after a rough day at work is shooting uh, no good thugs. Um, he, he comes home from work. I don't know if you remember, but there's a hot chick. Like uh, there's a hot like Asian chick that lives in his building. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So basically, uh, Clint's in. Like she said, maybe I should come over sometime. Oh, after. oh, really? He's nice. like, yeah, maybe you should. I like it. So yeah, so um, he's he's with the chick, and uh, the phone rings. Except it's like 1972, the movie, so there's no. It's like a wall phone, right? Yeah, yeah. The, no answering machine, just a phone. No, ringing. so the phone's ringing, and he's making out with her, and she stops, and she's like, "Aren't you going to get the phone?" And Clint Eastwood uh, says. Where is it? I never saw a rule uh, anywhere that it says a man has to stop what he's doing because a phone rings. Yeah, it's a very good and point. I, yeah, and another good point. Oh, the phone's ringing. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, Ooh, the phone. Whatever he's doing is probably a lot more fun than dealing with that call. Like I said, you ever got good news on a phone before? Not really. No. How many times you got good? Like out of like you know ten thousand calls in your life, a hundred thousand calls, whatever it's been. A few hundred. A few compared hundred to, good times compared to thousands. Wow. I think I've gotten good news on a phone. Maybe I don't know. Twice, <laughs> no, man. You're, you've been on the earth a, f- a few years. I'd say more and more. Yeah, I'm just saying the ratio is pre- really bad, though. Bad to good. I you're have, looking at about ninety ten. I have no, um, 
I have no love for phones. Like I hate them too. Like I'd they, like to smash this phone if I could, but I have to deal with there's certain things on it. That's the problem. I don't like it either. Yeah, well, your bookie's number. Yeah, a few other things. <laughs> but that's, what, your online sports accounts? Continue. Well, what, what other things? You may, well, you have the cure for cancer in your phone? No, I Cam's can't. like, oh, I have a lot of things. What, you've got classified yeah. uh, documents? Yeah, my girlfriend's number. You have any I, got information? My, I got my online betting accounts. I got a, a few <laughs> See, friends. Yeah, betting accounts. I got pictures of my buddy's kids. I don't got any. I, you know, what am I going to do? <laughs> you don't know your girlfriend's phone number? Not off by heart, no. You don't? No, I don't. I actually don't. <laughs> I've actually I put it in. How I, long have you guys been together? Uh, four years. <laughs> Uh, I just uh, look at the number and the. I, it's kind of like because that's the problem with today's so world. So if you I, lost your phone, I wrote it down on a piece of paper. I have an emergency. Okay, paper. so you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have. A, oh, you wrote. You have a real. Yeah. You wrote a backup. I, yeah. I, I have a sock with a few really important things in it. A few bills. So and, like, if you uh, lost your phone, you'd have no yeah, no way of getting in touch with me. I'm dead. No, no, no. Actually, I know I would. I go to Gmail and uh, go, to your, <laughs> go to your bills, whatever account you have there. Because the good news is you this sent sounds, me an email. This sounds like a good poll question here. I'm going to ask. Have you lost your phone or? <laughs> is it normal to not know your girlfriend's number? That Cam. <laughs> uh, Cam Stewart. I think it's 508 something much. I, I know a couple has digits. Been, you think it's. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you that. Like, I was going to say, you must know like what it starts with, kind of. Yeah, I do. But yeah, it's. Uh, let's yeah, yeah, it's close, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, that, that's true. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't deny it. I can't, I can't lie to you, Gabe. Norm Rockamaniac, who's here. It's, just, it's the wrong thing to do. i got to be honest. <laughs> it's pretty pathetic. When you really think about it in today's world, like in the old days, you know, even with the rotary phone or whatever, like you'd remember numbers. Like you, you trained your brain to go, okay, you got your buddies. These guys are important. These are my numbers. Now? Text, 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 email. I have no clue what's going on, Gabe. Like, I literally have, if that, like, yeah, when I lose my phone, I, I start from scratch. It's a real problem. It's a real problem. By the way, I just texted, uh, Lisa says, hi, Gabe. She says, how you doing? You should tell her we're doing a poll question. That's what I, actually, I, what, that I don't know her phone number? That's probably not a good thing to uh, get back to, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just going to ignore that one, Gabe, and go uh, or, XO. Or text her back, hey, I'm doing a show right yeah, now. Yeah, that's that's, that was my second one. Don't text me during the show. Please. I'm working. Yeah, seriously. Like, can't I just work? Got a lot of stress, Marenzi. That's why I forget things. Numbers. I can't wait for the votes to come in here. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, uh, it's going to be. So yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. poll question <laughs> is, is, is it normal that Camp Stewart's been with the same girl for four years and does not know her phone number without looking at it? Ooh, two votes, 50-50. <laughs> Normal. Come on, man. I got to admit, Gabe, I voted for normal. <laughs> it was you. That... <laughs> I had to... It won't let me vote because uh, I can't cause, vote. Cause, yeah, because yeah, you made the poll question. Garbage. I can vote. <laughs> I voted. Yeah, we'll see. I only we'll... one vote. I, I, I don't do more than one vote anytime. We'll let the... <laughs> we'll... Let the listeners solve the yeah, problem. We'll, we'll let the... I got a feeling it's going to be, come on, man. We'll let I think the... come on, man's going to be about 90-10. <laughs> what do you think? Don't you think? Four years. Has she had the same number for four years? No, actually, no. Uh, it's that's changed, that's, it's yeah. changed once, too. That, that's sort of, I give you a little leeway Thanks, for that. Thanks, but it's still bad, Gabe. It is the person you probably talk to the most. So, yeah, it's pretty pathetic. No, but that's the thing, actually, of today's day and age, right? Nobody really knows anything anymore. You just push buttons. 
Yeah. You don't know the number. You don't know people. Like people can't think for themselves anymore. That's good. Yeah, you're right. We're 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 we're, brain- dro- we're drones. Yeah, we're drones. Human drones. I can't spell. No. And you know now I don't even have to. I just sort of punch yeah. in anything and Google spell and it, spells spell it comes comes back yeah. at you. You're right. It's not very good for learning. Do hoss. Jazz says, I've been with the same girl for two years. I have no clue what her number is. Thank you, Jazz. Jazz is stoned all the time, too. Good point. (laughs) That's not true. No, no. Clean living. To us. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Teddy KGB says, I don't know my mother's number, so Cam Stewart's all right. <laughs> Wiley Coyote says, hey, Cam, it's kind of a problem if you know Fat Tony's number, but not your girlfriend's. And that's a good, let me ask you, do you know your bookie's number no, off I, by heart? Actually, no, I don't. All right, so that that's good. I told you. Do it's... you know any number off by heart? <laughs> my, my mom's. My mom's the only number I know off by heart. Yeah, so your your childhood phone number, you yes, know. Yes, I do. Uh, all, but you have to remember something, Marancy. Since you've known me, I've probably been through four telephones since uh, since I've dated my girlfriend. So I've had different, like, you understand? Like, I'm always rebuilding well, you, and losing. You, you lose a lot of phones. I do lose a lot of phones, usually in a bar or at a See, game. See, that's pretty good. Yeah. You lose phones, but I have the same girl. I lose girls, but I have the same, same phone. Yeah, so it kind of comes back down, yeah. <laughs> Both aren't great, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. I we, need to get. We, a, we all deal with our I own need, problems. I need to get a new phone. Actually, yeah, uh, this phone sucks. Ever since Taylor Stevens dropped my phone at the football game, oh. I've had uh, issues. Oh, like I thought she dropped it in the toilet. Glass when you when you're having pro- plumbing problems there, but that was a that no, was that, another thing. That was them clogging. Oh, my that was toilet. them clogging yeah, 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 your yeah, toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, great, great, great stuff. Well, I think Sonny Vega blamed uh, Taylor Stevens. I think it was actually Sonny. No yeah. offense, I know a lot of women and. <laughs> The thing is, like, friends of friends. I'll remind you, she's probably listening right now. Yeah, I'm going to tell her. She's not clogging your toilet. Sunny will. <laughs> Remember what we ate that day? We ate, like, 10 pounds of cheese, nachos, chili, burgers. Like, no offense to Taylor. She's not doing that to your toilet. A man will rupture the toilet. Hell, I break porcelain. That's what I do. You don't even want to be around me. Now, since you got me on this Metamucil trip, too, I don't even know what's going to happen. I went to the doctor. He's like, you got some, uh, you got to clean yourself out, baby. I say, yeah, you, you, you got to do it. Anyway, <laughs> you tell me pill forms better than powder, but I started with the powder, and we'll see. Maybe we'll go to the pills later. Makes you feel better, don't you? Feel like you've had got less waste, like you're a little bit uh, lighter. Do you feel that way, Gabe? Like oh, a yeah. boxer? Yeah. See, you're healthier. You feel great. Healthier. See, that's right. It's a good way to live. Oh, here's uh, uh my my Twitter's blowing up. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I told people earlier that uh, I don't want to see the actor James Woods' tweets. Wow, James Woods, like uh, whatever the guy's. Uh, wow, he, Mike Car- Cardano's woman just 
tweeted, did you see that one, Gabe? No. It's a classic. Is, like, she, I, too, yeah. is she tuning Cheryl, in? Cheryl, thanks for listening. She goes, at Mike Cardano and I have been together for four years, and I have no clue what his number is. I'm betting Mike Cardano doesn't recall mine either. Wow, Cheryl's first off. Thanks, it's, Cheryl. First off, I can't believe that a woman's been with Mike Cardano for four years. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Sur- <laughs> I'm not surprised she doesn't know his number. I'm just happy Cheryl's yeah. listening to the program. Yeah, thank you for listening. We're, thank just, you, we're Cheryl. just kidding, Cheryl. We're just kidding. Wow. Yeah. Who I'm knows? A, on- I got to tell you, I'm retweeting Cheryl. Uh, I don't see this. She didn't tweet me. Yeah. No. It says. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. No. It's at. Yeah. She did. It says. Oh, here Cheryl, it is. Here it at is. Sports Rage at Cam Stewart at oh, Fantasy at Mike Cardano and I have been together for right. four years and I have no clue what his number is. I'm betting at Mike Cardano doesn't recall my number. And Taylor says. I broke one, but I found, okay, I don't know if that's yeah. a toilet or phone, but you're right. We're really, uh, wow, man, I'll tell you. We're really uh, blowing oh, up here. Great right, poll do we have? Do we have Mike Blewett? Blewett. All right, Mike is in. Oh, yeah, buddy. Mike's right, in the house. Sorry, we okay. apologize You can for ask that. Mike the question. We apologize for that, Mike. Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, Cam, I just, it caught me off guard that Cam admitted that he doesn't know his girlfriend's phone number, but he's been with her for four years. Well, in the age of... Everybody having cell phones and you not really having to remember a phone number. I, I don't find it to be that disturbing. I've happened to know my wife for 12 years, so I saw I knew her phone number before I had a smartphone. Smart, very smart. Cam, a lot, a lot of people coming to your defense, Cam. Wow, I like it. A lot of I people coming I'm to your defense. I'm on Cam for this. I can. I will. Yeah, yeah. Miranda, I think it's unacceptable, personally. Well, you be with someone for four years? Come on. you got to know their number. No, but to your point earlier, you didn't mention the fact that when she changed her number, that changed the whole dynamic. If she's had two or three numbers in four years, am I really that bad? It's seven numbers. It, it is seven numbers and an area code. <laughs> the fact, though, Mike, that... <laughs> The fact, though, that he uh, he doesn't know the bookies number, like he needs to look at the contact list yeah, for that, too. Yeah, I do. I look, yeah. That saves him. Thank you, buddy. Like, if he would have said, oh, yeah, I know my bookies number. But I actually think he's lying yeah. and he does know his no, bookies number. No, I only number. know my mom's number. I swear to God. Like, out of everything in the phone, that's the only one I know off by heart. All right. <laughs> so, one thing. Uh, as long as he knows the fantasy sports, as long as he knows the fantasy sports radio network hotline number, that's all he really needs to know. What a F- FNTSY? Yeah, How do you yeah, not know you that? Like, if every phone number was FNTSY, I yeah, I would need that. Close enough. Contact. Close so, enough. You close enough. So Cam nailed uh, Molinari. Cam plus. nailed Molinari, Mike, uh, yesterday. Oh, very nice. Well done. They, yes. uh, Justin Leonard dropped some stats yesterday about the profile of the player coming into the the majors this year and Molinari was right down Broadway on some of those stats. Uh, the, the average going into this week, uh, the major winners had been 14 and a half, the official world golf ranking. He was, I know. I know. Uh, remember the age too. Two. Yeah. Yeah. I bet yeah, on exactly. that average age and, exactly. uh, and PGA place like yeah. two, two, three times this year. And it didn't work out for me. Well, actually came second with yeah. the Fleetwood I one know. time, I think. Too. I know. And I saw that with the Molinari one, but, Cam, yeah, you've been going back to the well. Yep. You've been going uh, to the well with Molinari quite a bit this well, year. He's been pretty good to you. Yeah, and Mike will tell you, too. Like, if you look at Molinari's stats, he went over and he won in Europe, too. Like, his last five events, Mike, have been win, second, win. Like, he's been yep. absolutely the hottest player in the world. And this Three is where stats. and two yes. seconds, in, including this weekend, is his third win of the last five, and he was second in the other two. Uh, he improved his world, official world golf ranking to sixth overall. 
And he was the first guy in a really long time to shoot around like this. He had not shot a, a hole over par since the 17th hole on Friday. So the last 37 holes, no bogeys. And Mike, the thing is about Molinari, it's interesting where stats don't really ring true or you have to really look at it fully. The announcers are like, well, he hasn't hit, he's hit 47% of fairways. There's a big difference between him hitting the fairway and rolling off into one foot in the fescue than when you have Xander Shifley pumping it 100 yards, you know, to the right. That, totally true. It's, that's the thing. Like, they, they talk about fairways. It's a little bit different in Scotland. If you hit it in the first part, you still have a shot. But another thing, too, Gabe, his up and down play, like, Mike, I don't know what happened. He's got a new sports psychologist. And this was a guy that's that right. never used to be able to hit a putt. Look at him now. What did he do? His wedge and putting game was the best like since Tiger Woods in his prime. It was something fantastic, yeah. buddy. Tiger, ironically, you said that Tiger was praising him for his short game. He yeah. said he was he said he was a wizard yesterday and on Saturday in the short game because as you said, while he was spraying it around the fairway, he wasn't spraying it terribly off the fairway. And we saw Speed get into a place where you know, the, the, the course marshal had never seen a ball go over there before, and that's why it took so long for them to find Speed's ball. So it made for an interesting tournament, I thought, and while it's maybe not the marquee name, it was a pretty interesting weekend. We had a lot of big names in there, and they all fell by the wayside in a pretty chaotic two hours yesterday. First ever yeah. major championship for an Italian golfer. Yep, exactly. Constantino Roca yep. got close, but John Daly won. And uh, ends the streak of uh, majors, five straight majors, uh, won by American players. We'll get to Tiger in a second, but you know what's amazing to me? And I want to parlay, uh, Mike, and make the cut parlay. I put 200 bucks and hit nine, uh, paid yeah. back 935 Wicked. And nice. I won it because uh, Justin Rose... If he would have missed the cut, uh, missed missed the putt on eighteen, he misses the cut. It's amazing to me. He almost wins the damn golf tournament. He does like, it. That shows how good he is. Exactly. He Mike? goes from being one shot away from missing the cut on Friday yep. to ending up. I'm going to tell you, he does it all the two time. shots off the entire yes. lead. Blew it. Like he, he's not yeah. good. <laughs> he, he no, Mike. Like I've never seen a golfer that scra- scratches and claws. He's always the weekend low man. Like he can't get up. If Justin Rose could get off to a good start. He would win so many tournaments. He does this all the time. He man. always puts himself he, behind the eight ball on and the then it comes back. Yes, always. And he's always man in contention. He literally asked me this right after the Open yeah. uh, last month because I went to the Open on that Friday. You specifically asked me about Justin Rose exactly a month ago, the Monday after the, after the U.S. Open, excuse me. And now here he is again. And, and you're right. He's, he's right there every time because – he can make a lot of shots that other guys can't make. But to your point, he's just got to put those Thursday-Friday rounds together. So as far as Tiger Woods is concerned, nice tournament. people very, very excited. Ends up in sixth place, made a couple of shots that uh, you know Twitter blew up uh, uh, with. Sure. Um, but still, we, we, you know, me and Cam you know, isolated this tournament, and you know, we thought, all right, this is a perfect setup uh, for him going there. I think now, guys, there's sort of going to be an overreaction. It's yeah. sort of an up and down with Tiger. Oh, he's back, he's back, he's back. Oh, he's not, he's not. So I think now people are going to sort of think that this is going to continue into other no. other tournaments right. and other courses, Cam. But You're is right. it? Or was it just a thing that he was tailor-made for this, and I'll this, ask, this course? I'll ask Mike's opinion, too. Tiger Woods, what did he do at Carnoustie? He didn't hit a lot of drivers. What's going to happen when he plays That's a right. 7690 yard course, Gabe, and he has to whip out the big stick? 
it's going to be left or right. That's the thing. Carnoustie's perfect for Tiger because you can improvise low stingers, all sorts of stuff. It's a thinking man's tournament, right, over in Scotland when the fairways are baked, it rolls. What's he going to do when he's got to compete with Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, guys who murder the ball and murder it straight, right, Mike? That's the problem. Yeah. I don't, yeah. To Gabe's and, point, and I think Tiger, it's going to be a problem. Even at the height of his powers back in the day, even at the height of his powers, that's not his best club. It never was. So he, he was just – he had an ability – with some of the fairway woods and the irons in particular, the long irons to be incredible with those shots. Uh, so drivers never the favorite club in his bag. I think what is, I think I'm with you guys in the thinking that people are going to overreact to it. But I think obviously the biggest positive is that while he didn't make the shots, I, I appreciate the fact that he has his confidence back to think he can make a couple of those shots. Now, can he make them with the consistency that he did 10, 12, 15 years ago? No. But I like the fact that he thinks he can make them again. Yeah, that's that, the, the, the problem is, though, it, it, you guys bring up a great – the longer the course, though, and he's not getting any younger, Mike. That This is the thing about, about golf, right? Yeah. He's older, spine fusion. Like, this is the thing. Like, it's, like he's got to make his window, I think, a very, very short one because after that, these kids are just going to get better and better and younger, and it's tough. But, hey, you got to hand it to the guy. Top 10 performance in a major. It's good work. Something I wanted to bring up yeah. on the show today yeah. that we didn't, and uh, Mike can only hang out uh, for one segment oh, uh, sorry, with us uh, today. I didn't realize. Usually we got him for a couple. I see that uh, Ryan Lochte was uh, suspended uh, for committing an anti-doping uh, violation. Now, I guess... Um, Anti-doping is kind of an oxymoron when we're talking about a dope like this guy, <laughs> right? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't help that. It just kind of wrote itself dope uh, right there. But, I mean, we remember him embarrassing. That was, really, that was up for you, buddy. I yeah, appreciate that, time. Mike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, remember, we remember him embarrassing America at yeah. the Olympics. Oh, for sure. And, you know, the guy's just an embarrassment and a tool. Yeah. And... You know, and he gets dancing with the stars gigs. It's just everything that's what's wrong with, with society is this guy. But he's yeah. so stupid, he actually photographed himself taking steroids and put it on Instagram oh. and then deleted it. What's this guy doing? Genius. Wow. <laughs> like, Genius. Like, these guys like, don't understand. Can you believe this? Live after like, you delete things. He actually, he, he, <laughs> wow. He's, I remember watching an interview of Ryan Lochte on like a local news program. I think it was in Philadelphia. And they had him on there and he's supposedly promoting his upcoming reality show at the time. This is a few years back, obviously. And they get through it and the two newscasters cannot control their laughter at what a bonehead he is. (laughs) (laughs) Put his sentences together. So I start laughing because they're laughing so hard. You can pull it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. They are crying laughing at how dopey he is to your point and it just i'll never stop thinking of that when i think about Lockie. forget these doping violations and he's an idiot in the first place there he is so he's banned for 14 months after he shared an image on social media of himself receiving an iv wow. of an intravenous injection without therapeutic uh, therapy uh, without use exemption so, yeah, I mean, can't this guy just go away? Isn't he old for a swimmer now anyway? He's at 33. But anyway, yeah. so a couple of minutes left here. Johnny Manziel. So Johnny Manziel, there was a lot of attention when he went to the Canadian Football League's Hamilton Tiger Cats. Um, Jeremiah Masoli is the starting quarterback for the Ticats. And, well, he puts up numbers. Up. Not, 
Yeah, he, he is and he isn't. It's kind of deceptive. He's thrown for 300 yards every week in losses. You know what I mean? And <laughs> there, you know the uh, the yards per yard per attempt, Mike. Yeah. And Drew Jones's offense is like 3.3. A lot it's of like and dink, dunking, dunk, yeah. dink, and Same so nevertheless. Sam Bradford with the Vikings. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like in that. that range, but yeah. Let's not insult Bradford this yes. much. Uh, good, good point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, anyways, Manziel goes to the Montreal Alouettes now. Uh, you know, remember going back in days. Remember Vince Ferragamo with Montreal, right? So Montreal's had some uh, yeah. high-profile quarterbacks before in the past. Um, so, but he's going to get a chance to play now. So, for everyone that wanted to see Johnny Manziel in the CFL, they didn't bring him in. There's no one to beat out. There's yeah. no. There's he's in. The only question is whether he actually plays on Thursday this week. That's and I'm hearing really out of Montreal, yes. Yeah, that's a good point because Drew Willie and, Ma- and Matthews, yeah, no, you put him in right now. He already knows He knows enough to get him. I think, Mike, that Terrell Owens could sign Ooh. here as well now. Terrell Owens was on the negotiating list with the Edmonton Eskimos. Terrell Owens is oh, the yeah. one that instigated it. It was his agent that yeah. called and said, listen, you guys own a CFL rights? Talk to us. What are you offering us? Yep. And by CFL rules, Mike, you've got 10 days. So the Edmonton yeah. Eskimos had 10 days to come to terms or he becomes a CFL free agent. They said we can't come to terms yeah. with this guy. He's a free agent. Terrell Owens is one of his best friends, Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco played for the Montreal Alouettes. Now you got Johnny Manziel there. CFL games are on ESPN and ESPN2, and now certainly oh, yeah. they're going to get a bump maybe from 2 to, to the ESPN with Johnny Manziel. Correct. Johnny's ratings. People are still interested in this guy. Uh, but I think I it'll be fun to see what, what he can do, and I'm just glad he's going to get an opportunity to play, and we can see it now, Mike. I agree. I mean, I, I, look, Oh, and he's, he's reunited with Mike Sherman, now. too. That's I right. want to say this, to too. Say. Mike Sherman. Right. Yeah. Mike Sherman yeah. is, is the head coach there, so they're going to hook back up. I, obviously, they have a pretty good understanding of one another. Um, Johnny's been a pretty good citizen at, at recently, and I never – when guys are having issues like that, I'm always going to root for them. Yes, they may have made some knucklehead decisions, but if they're trying to do the right thing and trying to stay on the straight and narrow path and just play football and contribute, then I'm all for it. I'm going to root for those guys. He didn't, there, there are questions in his past related to domestic violence, but that's been adjudicated by the American justice system. So I can't continue to persecute him for what I think may or may not have happened. As of right now, I know him to be a guy that has admitted to having substance abuse issues. He's trying to put them behind him, and he's trying to play football again. So I'll root for him in the sense that I I hope he does well, and I hope he continues to stay on the straight and narrow path. Mike Blewett, always a pleasure, Mike. Thanks for the time. Take care, Mike. All right, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Mike Blewett. Twitter's blowing up. Yep. (laughs) Well... You're 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 in the clear, Cam. Looks like nobody knows anything. That's great, but it doesn't really make things better. No, it, it just means you're all shallow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, cool. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions, Ready Bridge Radio, Level 2 continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci alongside the Raging Redhead Camp Stewart. When you want to win your fantasy football league, you simply must go to the very best source of information that you can find, and that's rotoexperts.com, senior writer Jake Seeley. Undisputable fact, no other fantasy football analyst in the industry is a better player ranker and accuracy expert than the all-in kid. In 2017, Jake Seeley was the number one draft accuracy ranker in the entire industry as verified by fantasy pros and has been a consistent top three ranker throughout his distinguished career. If you want the best, go with the best. Get Jake Seeley's 2018 fantasy football rankings now in a rotoexperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package. Enter promo code WINNER at checkout for a special discount. I'll give you a lot of credit too, Marenzi, when we're going through the golf before we get into the other stuff. You talked about the Ricky fanboy and guys that you know, like, you know, myself, Feinberg. Even though I had Molinari. Oh, yeah, where did Fowler Ricky finish? Was at, yeah, like T26 or something like that. Yeah. Like, he was right there. That's what I'm talking about again. Like, that's the thing. It's it, it, you, We just keep on forgetting. Like, you look at the guy and go, wow. You know, I just after two rounds, he, he's there. He never gets it done I on was, the weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, why the hell would well, they he, he shouldn't have been the third favorite? No, he should have been he's about He's ahead the, of yeah. guys that actually win. Yeah, you're right. So we have to... Take a look at that. That the odds that oh, it's a popularity I, thing. I imagine know? in the next major it'll be Ricky's time again. <laughs> it's never his time. Never. He's uh, no. He's a, he's got a real problem with when weekends. When is the next major, anyways? Uh, PGA Championship. It's in a few weeks. It's coming up that yep, quickly. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, it's uh it's the summer season, right? Things get a little things get a little bit busier. So yeah, it's coming up pretty soon. I'm thinking. Actually, no, no. US, when's the U.S. Open? What am I talking about? The PGA Championships final. I, I got to yeah, figure yeah, I was this out. Say that, yeah. What am I doing here? Uh, yeah, let's find this out. Uh, golf's next majors. No, I think it's the PGA Championship. Is it really? Why wouldn't it? Be? That makes no sense, though. It's usually they call it Glory's last shot. So that would be Open Golf dates. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. You should be on top of this. Didn't we already thing, have right? the U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah, we actually, we did. Yeah, we did have the, what the hell's going on here? You're right, Marantz. Yeah, you know what? You bring up a good point about my Twitter. I am getting stupider. And all the other people who don't know numbers. That's why you don't, you can't know a number. You don't even know what, like, you don't yeah. even remember what you saw. And I, and I watch golf you, all the time. How is Cam supposed to remember a phone number when he can't even remember, like, the U.S. Open? I can't even, like, I got to be honest with you. You I, know, Philadelphia. I don't even have a rebuttal. You know, Philadelphia beat New England in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I was working that When's night. the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Sir. What do you know what happened with that? Anyways, they never had it. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> it's a shit again. Yeah, so PGA Championship in a few weeks. Sorry, buddy. Man, you said it, man. I'm starting I, to wonder I, if it's yeah. actually in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if Molinari really won the tournament and whatever happened is real because uh, I have no idea where I am. <laughs> well, you do have <laughs> You do what have like I a getting? golf ball sized tumor in your belly button. I, yeah, thank you. No, that's you another. You got quite the rash going there too. Yeah, no, I didn't. I I got to tell I you, I thought you had a rash, but you got a little more Gabe, than a rash. I like didn't you. show you the whole thing. It's like the size of an. It's like a snake now. Uh, <laughs> Me personally, yeah. I don't want to show you anymore because it's I not think, cool. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you should probably be going to a hospital soon. I mean, I tell, like, what did you? You went to a clinic, right? I told you. No, no, yeah. I got a, I got a new doctor. We did it. We already did the what, meet, no a he, family doctor. No, like a real doctor, like oh, I did. A real doctor. Well, the guy went to Southern Illinois. He's got a de- he's got a degree. 
No, anyway, he checked me out for uh, South he, Vanilla. No, he did. He did my. He did my. Blood. He's a Saluki. Yeah, he's a Saluki. Yes, that's what I said. I go, you're the Salukis. He's like, what? I go, yeah, your team name, the Salukis. Oh, the Salukis. Yes, Southern Illinois. So anyway, he did my. Uh, he did my blood pressure, and a couple other tests, like just basic stuff. But I have a big to see him in two weeks. But I will say it wasn't off to a very good start because he gave me cream for the rash. And like an anti yeah, rash is and now, now my mass, my rash is a darker color, and it's six times the size of, that it was. I was going to call Cardano tomorrow. I got I, I, my health issues are really coming to a point. Uh, I know you you have things yeah. that you got to do, but uh, I like to do the show. I, I like to get paid, and we're having fun. We're in we're on a, we're in a good role. In, in the, when everyone was on you break, do it like Sunny Vega, just do stuff in the hospital. Suck it up. What do a show from the hospital? Yeah, we'll bring you a little mixing board. And- Okay, if we can, if we can make it work, sure. Really not cool with hospital food, but you know, sometimes you got to deal with what you got to deal I'll with. I'll send you over KFC. Oh, that would be absolutely amazing. I think I'm in the hospital because I shouldn't do things like that. But, yeah, yeah, I know. But, but thank you, Gabe. It's a very nice thought. Yeah, I can. I'm actually got a craving for that too. I might. I got a coupon maybe on the way home. Uh, Kyle in Atlanta says I yeah. tend to only know and remember my side chicks uh, numbers. Yeah, so you can see, good, yeah Kyle, good stuff, yeah. Kyle. Class act. <laughs> My side chick's numbers. <laughs> uh, Dean says uh, he doesn't have the faintest clue of anyone's phone number. See, yeah. To your point. Mike Florio. Come on, Mike. Mike's got no idea. Come on, Mike. Aren't you married, Mike? Like, shouldn't you know your wife's phone number? Mike? Is he married? Like, how am I single? I'm, I'm a so much nicer guy than all these, uh, all these jerk dudes out here. <laughs> If you're listening, ladies, look at like if you go out with me, I will remember your phone number. That makes you a really nice guy. Yes, Gabe. it does. <laughs> makes me a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. All these yeah. all these jerks out all there. These jerks. I, I won't I won't forget your number, all baby. These jerks. Hey baby, I won't forget right, your do number. Do you remember her birthday? <laughs> what? Do you know the yeah, date I, of her yeah, birthday? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. If I didn't know that, then you can really uh, the poll question. You just say Cam's a jackass. Like, don't totally hundred percent. Like that's just you got to know the birthday. Yeah, I actually really know it because uh, my girlfriend's a little bit different. She likes to take the whole month off. You know, <laughs> you know, you know. People do have like a birthday. She did a month, like Lisa, Lisa Thember, right? So she do like the whole month where it's just party. I go, honey, uh, it seemed like a good idea a few years ago, but maybe we got to put the brakes on Lisa September. <laughs> Right, Marenzi? Like he, for our health, for for our own sanity, don't don't you think? Like Marenzi doesn't even celebrate anything, let alone a birthday for a month, right? I did give you a gift card for the for the grocery store and uh, oh yeah, that's I the best. It. He gave that's me a gift card. It doesn't I, work. I bought I bought Marenzi. I bought him a, uh, a lottery gift this, card. This one, yeah, I bought him a lottery gift card. Okay, so he can play uh, the Pro Line lottery, right? The thing. The guy doesn't accept it at the store. Like I bought that like from a kiosk. Like it's not like I made like I have a fake credit card machine in my home. Like I bought it from a retailer and it doesn't work. Great. You now what the funny thing is, Lisa gave me me one that I haven't used it. Maybe I should go check it out. Maybe they're all uh, fraudulent cards. We bought that. Remember that Visa we bought before, Gabe? I went to a drugstore where you go to see your boy Shane. Sim- very similar situation. We used to be able to go to gambling sites with these uh, prepaid visas. I bought one for 150 bucks. I just, I didn't realize. You told me at the time, too, afterwards, always keep the receipt. So I throw it out, put the number in. It was one of those uh, ones where a lot of people were getting weird digits, and uh, they were counterfeit cards. So I go up to, I call Visa. They're like, there's nothing we can do, sir. Like, you might as well take 150, 200 bucks and burn it or throw it down the toilet. Like, you're not getting that money back. I told you, save the receipts. I know, always save a receipt. I don't know, lesson learned again. 
tough lessons, Gabe. <laughs> Do you save all your receipts? Uh, only those ones. Yeah. <laughs> only the vanilla Visa ones, because you've learned the hard way, too. Only those, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, we've all learned. That. I, don't, I don't know how many counterfeit cards they had out there, but there was quite a few. All right. So speaking yeah. of um, fraudulent. Yes. Andrew Luck, uh, his arm, and uh, he's been fraudulent over the last uh, couple of years. Yes. They're saying that uh, he's back right now. Are you buying that Andrew Luck's uh, going to be back? At, no, uh, I'm not buying it. People are going to think he's going to be like a top five fantasy quarterback. I'm not buying it. With Andrew Luck? I think Andrew Luck's actually going to regress. I, th- I, I, I You know, like I, I'm pretty excited about Mac, the running back, but this Indianapolis team really doesn't instill fear in anybody, and, you know, We'll see. I, I, the, I, I really don't. I don't really. There's nothing. There's the no division's a lot bat. tougher than it that's was what he left. Exactly. That's another very well, he good was point. Around, the yeah, it used to be a weak. joke. Now that all the teams can play, right? Yeah. What? Jack, Jacksonville uh, could have gone to the Super Bowl. You could. Well, Houston. They're the worst team in the division. Yeah. And they're. It's, exactly. Like, what's India? Like if you rank the division here, how I know Andrew be- Luck's back, but are they suddenly better than Jacksonville now? No. no, they're not. Not even, no. Jacksonville are a pretty complete football team. To me, the Houston Texans are a team that can They're win. way better. They can win the AFC. They, they can go to the Super Bowl. They could. They could. The question is, can Bill, o- can, can Bill O'Brien coach them to the Super Bowl? That's a question mark with his conservative nature. Could, right? Yes, because if Deshaun Watson stays healthy and he grows and doesn't have a sophomore slump, definitely. I believe in the and the Houston Texans defense. That's you talk about how Jacksonville did their thing. They shut down Buffalo in the playoff game all season long. They have a wicked young secondary, killer linebackers. Yeah, like what's Andrew Luck going to do? Like those defenses are very, very good. Houston's got a great defense, and Jacksonville's defense is fantastic. So it's not like the, I think the Tennessee Titans will be. Uh, they'll be improved be too. Yeah, exactly. They're already pretty good, but they were good with one of the worst coaches in recent memory, and uh, Mike, Mike uh, Malarkey. Mark Malarkey for sure. Yeah, no offense to Malarkey, but he's he, not the sharpest knife in the drawer. No, he's an average coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have all that explosive talent on that football team. Now you bring in uh, Vrabel, former Ohio State uh, Buckeye. Yeah, Patriot, New, New uh, legend, Patriot yeah. Mike Vrabel. You bring in Vrabel right now. Former uh, linebacker, he's going to yep. bring some defensive attitude to this football team. Players, coach, younger than Malarkey, but, you know. There's some enthusiasm around this Tennessee, uh, this Tennessee football team. Of course, Demarco Murray, Demarco Murray is retired, but they've got Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, who looks like he could be a bruising back, and uh, they bring in uh, Deion Lewis. Uh, from the New England that could Patriots be absolutely well. huge if used properly. You got the Corey, the Corey Davis kid. Yeah, you drafted another last year from year. Western Michigan. He's going to be better. Got a lot of talent. They there. sure do. Mariota even. Mariota's got to get a little he better. He does that. And, and he's at the crossroads of his career now, yeah. where it's make it's put up or like shut. When up they time. drafted Mariota, it was like, all right, he's not a bust. Yep. So it was past that. All right, few. Okay, he's he's not a bust. He can play. He's very inconsistent. He hasn't gotten better. You know what I mean? And no, even very, in the Kansas very City similar game. to Jameis Winston. Very, no, like what? That's a very good, that's together. A good compar- that's a good comparison. They, you know, Winston yep. is a guy who is actually almost better as a rookie. He's like if you watch Winston play in week eight as a rookie, and you watch him play in week eight of year three, it's the same do you, guy. Do you understand how many like times most that, guys yeah. you would look at? Look at him in week one and here, and wow, look at him three years. It doesn't even look like body shape, not the same. Quarterbacks develop and they change. Good one, Winston. Too. Winston is the same guy. And Mariota essentially is the same guy. He really isn't better than he was no. as a rookie. It's weird that you say that, though, because a lot of quarterbacks look in the past. Rick Meyer in his first year was offensive rookie of the year. He shit the bed the rest of his career. 
Heath Schuler in the first year was better as a rookie. He regressed. The yeah, guys, year, the guys yeah. who suck actually have one good year, and then after that, it's like, oh, my God, what happened to this guy? They get worse and worse and worse from their rookie year. It's almost like when you're a rookie, you're playing a little bit looser. Russell Wilson's the only one yes. that has sort of sustained – and even he really has it. You know what I mean? Russell's run for his life. He, but that, that, that line has I watch a lot of yeah. Seattle games. There's, you know, he makes mistakes a bit. He does. He puts up a lot of pressure. He's a great quarterback, though. Yeah, he sure is. Like, he I don't have problems, but off. I'm just saying, I think Tennessee is, is a dangerous football team. And, you know, Mariota can make plays, but he needs to read defenses better. And it's tough. It's tough for these college quarterbacks that have never done it before. Like he didn't read defenses at Oregon. People, he didn't have to. People remember, too. Like Cam Newton still has a problem no, with yes, it. He's he five, six years he in or whatever has it is. A big six years in, you know Mar- what I mean? Mariota's that pass deflects off a Kansas City guy to himself to score a touchdown. People remember the last time he saw. He was not great in that game. No. It, was, it was just Kansas City was inept and couldn't hold on to a lead, and Coach Reed didn't really put the hammer down. It's like Mariota got lucky in a lot of plays in those games. So let's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, kind of with you. going to take it to the next time. step. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to have to take it to the next step. So to your point about luck, you what you said is every team has an improved defense in that division. He's older. He's coming off an injury. Jacksonville's solid. Houston's solid. Tennessee will be improved. If Andrew Luck does a great day, you know what? More power to him because it's going to be very, very difficult for him. I, a, I won't be reaching for him, Gabe. There's a picture... Um... There is a picture of Tom Brady on the beach. Oh well, yeah, they call him man, man, uh, man body. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, with Giselle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, it's actually somewhat encouraging if uh, you're yeah. a New England Patriot hater. I agree. It's like, hey, he yeah, looks, Brady, Brady Tom looks a little soft. He's looking like a middle-aged man, yeah, like, like type it. thing. Yeah. Like he doesn't look like a uh, <laughs> doesn't look like a pro athlete. No, he doesn't. Now I, I get it; it's off season and stuff yeah. like that. But one of these one of these summers, he's going to get old. You know what I mean? Like he can't avoid this. Like. It just is what it is. He's got to spend more time in the gym and stuff. <laughs> You're right. Like, the secret, like, fountain of youth and the water and the training guy that he had, eventually, over time, yeah, we all it doesn't the, matter. We all age. We, we talked about Tiger Woods earlier. Like, he's an older guy now. It's not easy for him to beat down younger. He fades. He has problems four rounds keeping it perfectly together. And you see, together. like, Brady, Brady evidently isn't in the gym every day this oh, summer. Oh, no. Stuff. He, he looks very soft. The last couple of weeks, he's been tweeting. I don't know. He was, like, on a journey. He was on, like, a, a safari. Uh, yeah, he, he went like on a trip somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in the woods. He's on a safari. He's with the family riding horses. I think he was riding a, uh, I don't know, was it a giraffe or? <laughs> I don't know. He was like, he's riding, you know what I mean? He's, he's on a giraffe. He's enjoying life, essentially. Now he's out on the beach with his, with his hot uh, model <laughs> wife. You know, season's around the corner, camp's around the corner, camp. It is. The only thing is, nobody in that piece of crap division is good enough to do anything That's about it. That's the thing. Tom can go on safaris because what are the Jets and Bills and Dolphins going to do? Nothing, nothing. Nothing. If they were actually a scary team, you think he'd go out there uh, looking like old man body? Like, yeah, he could be getting harder. The Colts' win total is six and a half this year. Uh, it's pretty low. It's, I don't want to take I, it I don't way. like the over, though. I think they're probably going to win six games, so right around there. The Titans', the Titans uh, win total. Is. The Tex- the Texans win total I find is a little too low at eight and a half. Yeah, I think they can win. But nine. it's minus one fifty five to the over. I think they can half. win nine or ten games. I believe in that. It's tough division though, but they're they're going to be an improved football team. The Tennessee Titans seven and a half over. 
So the Texans, yeah, they're not a seven and nineteen. No, the Titans are. Like I think the nine te- and seven. The Tex, I like both overs, Texans and Titans. Give me both overs, Colts under. Thing is, can every team in the division go over the no, number? No, Colts right? are going under, Gabe. That's what I'm saying. I like the other two to go over, and Jacksonville will go under. Jags are eight and a half. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I was. I thought they would be at about nine. Uh, tough. That's a tough one. What do you think about the Jags? You like over or under there? Do you think they're going to re- regress a little bit? I think they're going to regress, yeah. but not that much. They still could be nine and seven. Yeah, they can you know be. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Tough numbers. I like the Houston Texans over that eight and a half. For but sure. If Deshaun Watson gets hurt again, they're done. They're done again. Yep. Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. NFL preseason starts in 10 days. See, see that tweet from your uh, buddy Tyrod Taylor, Gabe? Yes, yeah, it's great. It's the best. I averaged 14.8 fantasy points throwing to Charles Clay, Deontay Thompson, and Nick O'Leary as my receivers. I'll survive with Jarvis Landry and Corey Coleman. <laughs> That's great stuff. Wow. See you, Bills. Wow. He, he's moved on. Ty- Tyrod throwing the Buffalo Bill wide receivers yeah, right, under the bus. Under, right under the bus. Right under the bus. Yeah, speaking of which, I guess uh, because uh, so Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon's taking a leave of absence uh, right now. So a lot of people are, are jumping on board. Oh, he's got a relapse or no, I don't know. or whatever. I think he's just sort of getting ready for the season yeah. uh, here. Now, hopefully, we, we wish uh, we wish him the best. Uh, I, I, Adam Schefter says uh, Josh Gordon did not have any slips up or any failed tests per sources. His leave is proactive. A defensive gesture to get extra counseling to try to ensure he doesn't have any setbacks. Those uh, who are close to him uh, and the team says he's worked his ass off. Now, we saw him play last year. Uh, we saw him play last year uh, briefly, and he looked great for a guy. And it's incredibly hard just to step onto a National for Football sure. League feel like that. And he looked great. So there's high expectations for him this year. And, uh, I, you know, I don't have a problem with this if he thinks that uh, there could be some problems uh, coming up, especially with the season coming up uh, right now. I mean, you'd rather this happen now than in September. For sure. Right? 
I'm just you, you, get, you get this stuff out of the way right now, just to play, and then he'll be ready to, to play. play devil's advocate, though, when you're a guy that hasn't played a lot of football, going to minicamp for a guy like him would be, like, wouldn't it be something that you would want to do to get more acclimated with everybody there and stuff? But I'm, I'm still not going to throw Josh Gordon under the bus. I love Josh Gordon. I wish, I wish him the best. Like he, Josh Gordon's released a receiver. statement. I'm reaching out uh, to you all personally, letting you know that I'm not only doing great physically but mentally as well. You'll notice that I will not be in Cleveland for the start yeah. of training camp. Rest assured, too, this is part of my over, uh, overall health and uh, treatment plan. I appreciate the awesome support I've received from teammates, friends, fans, and the Browns organization. Just like you, I'm excited to start the season and I have every intention of being ready and available to join my teammates soon to help uh, bring winning football to our fans. With the help of the NFL, the NFLPA, and the Browns organization, I've been able to utilize the resources available to me to ensure my well-being uh, on and off the field. We're continuing to follow the plan set by our medical director and his team, taking this time off. Before the season starts, we believe it will help me maintain the progress uh, I've made, not only for today, but many years to come. Thank you for your patience and support. Go Browns. Sincerely, Josh Gordon. And then Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor should shut up, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, dude, like you, you threw Gordon under the bus yeah. right now, basically. Instead of you saying, oh, I got Gordon's back, you're like, yeah, whatever, man. I got Jarvis so, yeah. Landry and Corey Coleman you, anyway. You should have included Gordon in your tweet. Yeah. That's right. not very smart. No, you're right. <laughs> No, like, no, no sh- honestly, like if you're the quarterback in this situation, you should probably put every single receiver on the depth chart in that uh, tweet. You don't just don't put two guys in there. But I would say, as you say, Tyrod raises very good points. He's he, making he, good he, points. He does make good points. He's going to be a good fantasy quarterback yeah, this year. I agree. I wish I still had him in my keeper league when I got him for a buck, but uh, not not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Got McCown for a buck. And Mahomes. Mahomes I paid five bucks for, so he's he's the keeper. If the Cleveland win total was uh, was four and a half, I, I, I could buy in. I'm tempted what, what still. What is it? I'm tempted still, but it's five and a half. That's that's no. So basically, you know, I can't. They're one yeah. in 31, right, in their last two years. Yeah. I still think they can win six games, but I'm thing not going to rush to the window. Hugh the Jackson just. Um, he's a horrible coach. Yeah, he does weird he, things. He's, uh, he's very, he make, never makes the right decision, it seems. No, so the thing Panic is, mode. yeah, Tyrod Taylor's starting the season yet you remember last year he said that Deshaun Kaiser will be given time and yeah. won't be rushed and then he's right in and there. then he started week yeah. one on the road in Pittsburgh so he can say yeah he can say oh Tyrod Taylor's my quarterback right. we're not rushing Baker Mayfield until when until week four yeah exactly until when you know what I mean what do you guys what do you guys ooh, if you're ooh. you're oh and three are you gonna be like well that's it it's time now and so it's tough how many guys play? It's tough to draft Tyrod Taylor in a season-long league. It, it is. It is. But Although I think he's good. He's a good fantasy quarterback. He is, and he's he getting be run, better he, right he now. Can, he can use his feet, and he's got good weapons. He said it receiver. himself. He averaged 14.8 yeah. fantasy, fantasy points, points per game <laughs> with Charles Clay. Hey, Nick O'Leary. Look how he had to throw O'Leary. I know. It's the Golden Bears grandkid. Hey, I like O'Leary. Can't run very fast. Good hands. <laughs> yeah. When O'Leary gets the ball, he's going, whoa, whoa. Just kind of lumbering. But anyway, now you, you you bring up a great point though. Like in that tweet, if you were Tyrod Taylor, wouldn't you throw everybody in? Like the tight end, all the guys that are on the team, like at least established guys on the team that have a couple NFL catches. Anyway, just probably good for business. <laughs> I think that's probably the be- the best move. Like say you're the fourth receiver of the depth chart. Hey, what's going on here? No love, but we'll see. Cleveland. I think they can win six games, Marancy, but you bring up the point. Hugh Jackson in tight games, he's always found a way to – the Cleveland Browns blow it. At four and a half, I think it's a hell of a lot better. 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm not betting it. No, they'll 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 win some games this year though. They're going to be way better, way better. It's a lot of low numbers in the NFL for the win totals this year. Arizona's five and a half. That's too low. That's going to go over. That's too low. As a Seahawk fan, even because in that division, you, like what? What? So so. Well, they have Sam Bradford. Yeah, and they have and jo- Sam and Bradford played well. And the thing is, if Bradford gets hurt, then Josh Rosen comes yeah, in. Exactly. And I don't think Josh Rosen will suck as much as like. A lot of rookies might tell you one thing. After Bradford gets hurt, I think he'll be probably one of the most prepared guys coming in. Johnson's coming. Like, take a look at take a look at Arizona. Like, they got they still have some they still have some weapons. Seattle's getting a lot and older. The thing is, if Bradford doesn't get hurt, he's not bad. He was playing good football. Yeah, he was uh, before he got hurt. He was. He's a decent quarterback. Five and a half is too low. And the key here is too. They get David Johnson back. Exactly. David Johnson's one of the best football players in the National Football League. Fantasy and reality. You know, I you, know, you look at Arizona, it's five and a half because of all the hype in this division around uh Jimmy Garoppolo. I think the Niners and are the a San little Francisco bit too, 49ers too hyped up. And then the LA Rams uh, as well, which I think the Rams Rams are stacked. I think the 49er hype is a little over the top, I agree. The Niner win total is eight and a half. They're gonna win nine games. I'm not so sure they will. Seattle is eight and a half, but it's plus money. Feels a little high actually. It does. The Rams is nine and a half. So the Rams yeah. are still favored to win the division. The Cardinals is too low. But the Cardinals at five and a half is too low. I like it. They can win six games easily. Get David Johnson back. They get Sam Bradford uh, in here. Yeah, this There's is no get, guarantees. And let's call it out for what Arizona is. Arizona so, could so be an eight and eight team. They could be. You know I don't I mean? think that maybe seven and nine, but the, the total the total's you too look, low. Dude, last San Francisco, like uh, you said it, Gabe. Like Garoppolo went in at the end of the season when the 49ers were playing like Oh, they played crap teams. Yeah, they did. Not just crap teams. You know, he he came back. He played okay. They had a couple comeback wins. Big field goal at the end of the game. It's not like anything was like these 49er fans are thinking like there's some magic or mystique put on this team. There's a lot of work that needs to Dude, be done Arizona, with, the, with the Niners. Arizona won eight football games last year. They were eight and eight with no yeah, quarterback with, 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 and with, no David Johnson. Who? Drew Stanton and who's the other? Uh, yeah, who's the Gabbert? Yeah, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, Gabbert and Stafford. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Gabbard Stanton. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gabbard Stanton. Gabbard and Stanton. Yes. Hold, no, yeah. And no David Johnson. Yeah. And, and they, they won eight football games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so now you get David Johnson and you get uh, you get Bradford in here. It's an overreaction to people thinking yeah. San Francisco is going to be so much better. And I hate to say it, Gabe, the Rams do have a lot of talent, but they still got to show it. That's one good year. Sometimes after having a good year with a young coach, you regress. So I know. there's no automatic that the Rams are going to be this wicked 10, 10 or 11 win team. Oh, well, they won 11 games last yeah, well, year. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sold on the Rams yet. Their depth chart's pretty damn deep. It then. is very deep. It's very deep. But you got games J- aren't one up. Jared Goff at quarterback, Todd Gurley at running back, yep. wide receivers, Brandon Cooks. Yep. Robert Woods, yep. Cooper Cup. Yep. Tyler Higby. You got a solid offensive line. The defense is just uh, downright nasty. Got to be honest with you, they're weak at the time. Like I liked Higby in college at West uh, West yeah, Kentucky, I know. but he's, like, he's, right. he's, he's, not he's great. okay. Yeah, he's like, all he's right. not like an elite tight end or anything. There's that's the problem with these NFL win totals. A lot of hype, 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 and you know usually their what defense happens, though, you go the other Rocker, way. Sue, Aaron Donald, Corey Littleton, Mark Barron, Ebukam, uh, Akeem Talib, and Marcus Peters. That's your new uh, your new yeah defensive backfield. 
It's a hell of a lot better than it was. Sure was. That uh, Johnson used to get burned all the time. Yeah, like they, they he a, got he got rocked. They had they had a problem. That was one problem with the oh, with the Rams last yeah, year. No, teams just card. Remember that Eagles they, exactly. They, 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 like you just saw. Like I was like, wow, the Rams to can, me, can score, but they can't. They're giving up a lot. You of remember points. that? Listen, the Rams lost the playoff game last year. They lost the first playoff game that they played. Boom to the Falcons. Yeah. Right? Falcons went in there to win a low scoring game. Yeah. So it's sort of a learning experience for them. That's true. But if you look back last year, really, with the Eagles, and the Eagles were damn dominant last year, you just brought up that game. What was the game that a team sort of went back and forth with the Eagles? It was the Rams. Yeah. Like, to me, the Rams are right there with the Eagles. Like, I think the Rams are the team that can knock them off. Now we get to the Vikings again. And, uh, you know, it's a lie. It's hard. It's... Yeah, but the thing is, are we going to just give up on them? No, we're not. You know, the Vikings, they really are the Raptors now, aren't they? That's what the Vikings are. So put it this way, Cam. I feel like the Vikings again this year, if they're going to win a ton of games again, and get beat they'll cover the- spreads again, but I will have no confidence of them going into the playoffs. No. But Mike Zimmer is the winningest. He's the best ATS coach in the NFL. Zimmer's been coaching the Vikings, I think it's four years they now. They also didn't have Dalvin Cook last year. No. That's going to really help the offense, They got too. Kirk Cousins in here. So that yeah. Case Keenum, is he, you know, how He's much Keenum, of an upgrade Case is Keenum he? Case Keenum caught lightning in a bottle. Well, they got Kirk Cousins now. Yeah. I think Case Keenum's going to play well with the Denver Broncos. I think their win total is too low. What's Denver at? It was at seven and a half, I believe, once it's moved. Um, I, I don't really have a faith. There's a lot of a lot of question marks in that division, too. Look at Kansas City. Alex Smith is gone. Patrick Mahomes is your yeah, starting seven and quarterback. Seven and a half for the right? Broncos. Oakland, a team that uh, I'm not definitely reg- regressing. Like, it's just San Diego might be the team to beat in that division. First uh, first game of the year. First game of the year, that Monday night, the Rams and Raiders. Ooh. It's going to be interesting. We'll find out a lot about uh, those uh, those two teams. I like the Rams. And Gruden's first game in Oakland. Mm. It's going to be an interesting experiment, Experiment, Gabe. You know, hey, guys, like, you know, the Gruden truck. And, oh, yeah, I love this quarterback. Everything's great. Now you're coaching the Raiders. Your coach, you know what I mean? It's almost like a face of the franchise, rather. I, I don't have a lot of faith in the Raiders. Gruden is a bad evaluator of talent. I've said this, uh, you know, we've seen it before. We saw when he was with Tampa Bay, when he was in control, it was um, it was a merry-go-round of players coming in and out. Yep. Like you said, he, you know, he had like 12 quarterbacks. He loves every quarterback, backup quarterback this. He seems to be obsessed with older players. Like his first one of his first orders of business coming in here was um, was uh, retaining Marshawn Lynch. You know yeah. they seem to be making moves for PR purposes. Let's bring Gruden in because they're stuck in Oakland still. So they you know they don't want an empty stadium. So they know people like Marshawn Lynch. You know they bring in Marshawn Lynch. Uh, they brought in um, they brought in a Buddy from uh, Jordy from, Nelson. Yeah, Jordy Nelson. Yeah, they let Crabtree go for Jordy Nelson. They brought in Doug Martin from Tampa Bay. A lot of question marks. Yeah, like Doug Martin never marks. stays on the and, field. And like, remember you know one I mean? thing, too. When Gruden led Tampa Bay to a Super Bowl yeah, exactly, championship, so you it got was their Doug, defense. So you got Doug Martin, was Jordy Nelson, and Marshawn Lynch. That is, those are your skill players, really? Right? Don't, you, and you, 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 like you remember that you got Super Bowl? A, you, you got Amari Cooper still. Yeah. I don't know. Crabtree was actually their best wide receiver, and they let him go. You had Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks. All those guys when you beat the when you when yeah. you when you beat when and you he, beat the those, he had older Rich players. Gannon, but Rich Gannon didn't play his best game in that Super Bowl against Tampa Bay's very good defense. Brad Johnson was the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bucks, yeah. if you recall. Yeah. So 
You know, the Raiders just played like shit. They were better. They're, they're a much better team. I'm not in love with this Raider team Nor coming am I. into the year. Nor am I. Their win total is eight. San and a Diego's half. an interesting team because you got you got a really good defense. With Joey Bosa is only going to get better. You mean, I don't know if you mean fill up. You mean the L.A. Rams? Oh yeah, the L.A. Rams, San Diego Chargers. Yeah, say so yeah, Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> God, it's so stupid. I just want to call them San Diego all the time. Two L.A. teams, and then you don't even have a San Diego team now. Come on, L.A. Rams. I don't mind the. You no, know I don't mind the L.A. Rams. They were the Los, Los Angeles Rams. Is uh, not the San Diego. No, not the no, L.A. The Rams Chargers. Were the Rams. Not That's the Chargers. Thing, yeah. Not the Chargers. People in L.A. don't really don't even want the Chargers. No, they don't. And people in San Diego. Yeah. That uh, was a stadium game. <laughs> it was. They, yeah. they, they wouldn't build a new stadium yeah, for the was. NFL. Yeah. That's what it came down to. Yep. A lot of teams. Are the stadium did suck that they had. The old Jack Murphy? Yeah. Yeah, what a dump. Yeah, I had been there. <laughs> it really is. It's a dump. Nah, it, wasn't, no, it wasn't so much it was a dump. Well, number one, it was, it, it was really big. But, like, when I say big, like, you're far away from the field. So it's like no one in the stadium really had a good seat. Bad sight lines? Yeah, no one really ever had a good seat in that stadium. It wasn't so much it was a dump cam. It's the, the, it was getting older, too. Yeah, no, they it was. No, the amenities were yeah. nothing compared to the new stadiums. Yeah, yeah they need a new stadium. Yeah. But the biggest problem was where it was located. It's like on the side of the highway. There's nothing around it. Like, there's no, it's not like a town or anything. Yeah, no tail, like the tailgates. Like it's just, no, the yeah. tailgate's cool. It's a big parking lot, yeah. but... There's one road in and one road out, and it's yeah, it's not, basically like 30, 40 minutes outside of downtown San Diego because of the traffic and yeah, stuff. That's not good for business. No, so you get stuck on the freeway. People can't drink because of the, the, the cars. There's no real – the public transportation sucks. It's a very awkward stadium. It's in an awkward place. And then, yeah, the amenities, it was one of those old sort of cookie-cutter baseball concrete sort of stadiums. They're all the same, really. But, um, yeah, the amenities were bad. So, you know, I get that they needed a new stadium, and they didn't. And, you know, the NFL was like, look, you built a new baseball park. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, San Diego's a rich city, too, right? Sure is. There's a lot of money in San Diego. Yeah, so, like. It's like Phil Mickelson types are there. Now, listen, I'm not standing up for, for, for sports leagues forcing yeah. cities to get stadiums. But the thing is, San Diego could have did it, and they didn't. You know what I mean? They didn't like the owner, Spanos, one yeah. of those sort of. And I don't think they thought he would really leave. And he called the, yeah, they yeah, called he, the bluff. Exactly. He, he called really? the bluff. Well, I told yeah. you guys, this is what's happening. Yeah. It's happening. So I, I saw when I went there, I was like, yeah, this stadium does suck. They're going to have to do something about this. It's very similar to the Ralph, like the Buffalo Bill yeah. Stadium. It's hard to get out of that stadium, too. Yeah, it's just it, it's a bad location. It's just not. Um, Downtown stadiums are the best way to be. If you really want to do, you, you can't have the money. But not, not a lot anymore. of football stadiums are downtown. Very, they're, yeah. to be, they're very, very few. I think Baltimore's is. Is downtown? Yeah, Baltimore's yeah, yeah. is Say, right here. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. When it's I was right in Baltimore, it's, and, it's just yeah. outside, but it's clear. Yeah, it's right there. It's there. It's kind of not. Actually, it's kind of when, when I was leaving Like Philadelphia, Baltimore. I think, is the one that's the most in the city. Most downtown? Yeah. Well, it's in the city, at least. It's. It's not, you know, like Dallas. It's not in Dallas. No. Like Buffalo, the Ralph, or whatever the Orchard hell you wear. Yeah. It's far from Buffalo. Sure it's like is. 30 people, miles. People don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not even You can't just hitch a ride. Hey, yeah. I'm going down to Chippewa. No, it's like in the middle it's of in, nowhere. It's in the middle of farmland. Yeah. There's like nothing there. Yeah. You know? People are using their lawns for parking. The real estate and the property is just too expensive. They don't want to put these big stadiums downtown. So. Mm-hmm. They do with baseball, yep. but with football... Good call. Also, I I think they think with football, people will go no matter what, but 
Like, look at San Francisco. They were playing a candlestick right downtown. Now they're in Santa Clara. Nobody goes. Game time decision continues. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Every time I hear the Foo Fighters, I think of Dave Grohl sleeping on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> he slept on the floor. Oh, sorry. Not even, yeah. Hey, Dave, you don't even get the couch. You get the floor. Yeah, Dave Grohl. Hey, Dave, get on the floor. Dave Grohl, shut up and sleep on the floor. Yeah, hey, Grohl, you're on the <laughs> You got the floor tonight, DG. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Somebody else, one of your buddies got the couch. Grohl got the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Grohl, Grohl, from what I remember, he was, yeah, he was on the floor. Don't worry, Gabe. It's all good. Uh, we're giving away more World Series tickets right, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This time, uh, it's to the winner of a free DFS baseball Ooh. contest. The contests are sponsored by DKMS. They're looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. Well, 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their family, 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. Find out how you can help the cause and win 2018 World Series tickets playing free daily fantasy baseball by going to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. Your ticket to the World Series and someone's uh, ticket to life. I guess Cardano and Lou didn't want us to do trivia anymore. <laughs> We we had some fun though, Dave. We had some fun. So case in point, where <laughs> no more trivia. You know, people are saying they don't remember phone numbers. Yeah, well, uh, it doesn't yeah. surprise me after hearing the trivia answer. Great point. You yeah. just you, so, like, you yeah. just you just put it in a bow and like it, it wrapped it all up. That's yeah. yeah. Our trivia contest is kind of like uh, a correlation. Like, does to it shock you on? from the calls that we got yeah. that these people don't remember phone numbers? God, no, 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 not at all, not at all. Our next poll question should be: Do you know your own phone number? number. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, do you? Uh, in this phone? You probably don't. No, I don't think I do. <laughs> no, it was a 979. No, I don't even think. Hold on. Yeah, no, yeah, it's one of those new funky area codes, too. You're right. I, I know there's a couple. Di- I know digits, but I don't know if I'm going to get it perfect. Let me think here. See if I can do I'm going to raise This is great. Yeah, does, he, does Cam know his own phone number? Okay. For hold on. Yeah, I think I got it here. Let me see here. I wrote down. Let me see. I'm going to check. I think I might got. Let me see here. Myself. Go into myself. Oh, there I am. In my contacts. Myself. <laughs> nine, nine. Nope. No, I, I butchered a few numbers. I got the nine right. It's a seven instead of a five. Yeah. Yeah, there's two mistakes. There two mistakes on the on the end. Three, three, not, three digits wrong, Gabe. I, I screwed up. You're right. <laughs> I can't. I can't lie. Like it's just uh, that's embarrassing. I don't even know my. That's what tells you. Because what are you doing? You're never calling yourself. You're never really texting yourself, right? But I should know my own number in case something happens. Like, yeah, it's on a piece of paper with <laughs> with the other numbers, <laughs> with my girlfriend's number, your number, a couple other guys' numbers. 
Man, that's embarrassing. Wow. I can't, I can't believe I admit this stuff on this show. All right, now we're firing. I, I, we just fired off another I, one. I, I, I need help. Uh, I, I need said, I said, all right, we now have discovered Cam Seward does not know uh, his. Yeah, I got to read this. No offense, he had some problems with the caps and the. I did. And, 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 and Scott does not. Delete. Him. <laughs> I got deleted. Hey, I'm trying to do everything on the fly here. Yeah, that's a good point, Gabe. You're doing a lot of type and talking. Uh, yeah, I know. So the new one is. Right, why uh, don't you tell people your thoughts on the baseball card or something while I type? Oh, uh, yeah, I do have. I have a few <laughs> thoughts on the baseball card. I'm not really uh, thinking it's a, a great card, but yeah, Baltimore and Boston, lean Boston, minus 185. Don't really trust Gossman. Machado really hurt that lineup. Baltimore had a big game. You saw the game. They had a big lead against the Jays, and they pissed it away late. Like, they don't even have, like, like they're going to be trading, obviously, like Zach Britton and other guys on that team are probably going to be at the trade-off block. Like, Baltimore's horrible. Plus 165, I want to take them. I can't. Dodgers was Stripling versus Eflin. Very good baseball game. I lean Dodgers, but I'm not in any rush to lay 55 or 60 cents with the team on the road. I told you my pooch tonight, don't really love it. Not a huge play, but Maya and the Twins, plus 115 against uh, Santos L. Helper and the Blue Jays, minus 135. I lean Minnesota getting a take back with the Twins. This is going to be my... Uh, one of my dog plays of the night. I actually like Urena and uh, Miami playing better baseball against Newcomb's my guy, and Daily Fantasy's been good to me, but uh, there's something about that weird line. It looks a little bit too low for me, so I'm going to probably pull the trigger with Miami. Uh, Yankees in parlays, maybe Severino against the Woodman. Kluber, minus 270. Look at the favorites, Gabe. The Yankees are minus 290. Cleveland's minus 275. Even I don't feel great about laying 80 cents with DeGrom and the Mets against... uh, Lucchese, pitching change there. I know you had, uh, for DFS purposes, that screwed you up. I lean Cincinnati with Castillo against the Cardinals, but the Reds have been a train wreck lately. Very tough between Arizona and the Cubs. Straight pick them, 10 cents either way. Farrell and Corbin. Rangers in Oakland. Oh, man, that's Mr. Anderson and Hamels. Very, you said it. What a tough, but look at all the pick There's four games in a row. Arizona, Chicago, minus 110, minus 110. Oakland, Texas, 110, 110. Washington, Milwaukee, 110, 110. Right down the line, pick them. We should note that. You're doing a lot of laughing over there, so I I feel like the poll question's going a certain way. Well, I just see uh, April, the one woman that's actually responded, said, seriously, Cam, come on. Really? You didn't know uh, the girlfriend's phone number after four years? No, but I, I told I told you I've had a couple different phones, but I don't know my own number, April. So it's not yeah, just yeah. So me. exactly, so, so it's now, not just me. It's it yeah. It's, it's actually just me. It's me. I'm the problem. I, <laughs> I, I obviously have no clue. Like I have no clue what's going on. Just just the facts. Sorry, April. I know I met you. Yeah, she. Does everyone know their number, though? I think a lot more. So, like, if somebody yeah. asks you, like, you're filling something out and you're somewhere and they're like, uh, phone number, please, you you have to look at the phone? Yeah. You, how do you do? I just go oh, to, you put, I, oh, you put yourself in yeah. your contact. I, I created myself, like, the bear is like a contact phone, <laughs> meaning, like, myself. And I text, So when you I, go in the, the bear, that's yeah, you. Yeah, I text things to myself. I'm the bear. Friendly bear, yeah. Pause. You know, hey, everybody. Yeah. The bear. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to put my, my phone or whatever. I, I just kind of do it in, like, uh, do, you, do you do what do you do for your contact? You go, me? Because when somebody finds the phone, I guess they would no. say, or do you go, Gabe? No, Valencia, I'm actually. What do, you, what do you do? Or just leave it kind of now as Now that we've turned what? the attention to me, I'm actually yeah. worse in that I don't put people's uh, contacts, names, and phones That's ever. another thing. When I look at your phone, it's just numbers. So how do you know? How I you just know? sort of remember who it is by well, area code. That's pretty good. But say a lot of people you know are in a certain area code. I'm going to vote on for against myself. Come on, Cam. I don't know my own phone number. I got 95% now against me. That's good. That, you know what, people? I think that's fair. 
But I never look at my own number. And I, in my defense, Gabe, I just got this phone like a few months ago because uh, I lost my other one in a cab. Four phones in a year and a half. Pretty good. That's a stooge move right there. <laughs> the stooge no, move. it's a stooge move. Like, how do you lose so many phones? Oh, I've had really bad luck, too. Like, the thing is, I'm one of those other idiots that takes cabs instead of Uber. When you lose a phone in an Uber, actually, which I did, I went to do my other radio hit, Gabe. I was really, like, rattled and stuff, like, trying to get in there. I was late, and the thing popped out of my pocket. The guy actually drove back to my place and dropped it off, so I gave him a $20 tip on the Uber thing. That's the thing. In a cab... When you lose something, what they can do whatever they want. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? There's different Oh, that's hazards. a good thing to the Uber say. No, no, trust me. I'm trying, to give poli- I'm trying to give cabs my business, but how, why do I want to give your business when I lose my phone in your cab and you just keep it or don't even call me back or the lost and found? Same with a bus. Like, you got to hand it to Uber and Lyft in these companies. At least they have your information. They know where they can drop it off to you or your friend, wherever you called from, right? It's a much better situation. Remember I lost my phone? Uh, oh, yeah. I remember the other thing that happened a couple months ago, Gabe? I got that Polish guy's license. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I had yeah. to go downstairs. And that was, oh, yeah, what a crazy day that was. It would happen with that. Yeah, I was parking at uh, Scrovey's place, and I was w- walking in to pick up some stuff, and then the guy goes to park. You have to give the guy, like, a down pay. Instead of money, you get the license. He didn't look at the license. He handed one back. I just put it in my pocket. Didn't really look at the at the face. Brent's just like, the guy kind of looks like he can't. Go, His name's like Daniel Porzyski or something like that. He's some big <laughs> Polish drywaller. He didn't really look like me at all, but <laughs> I, got the, I got the wrong license. Yeah, so what, do you still have that license, or have you been driving around with the, the, the guy, the, the Polish dude, or uh, yeah. you, you finally uh, got your own back? Yeah, well, the guy returned it to your doorman there, and then I left his with the doorman. Remember, I couldn't leave. So we, it all worked we were doing out. the show. Yeah, it worked out. It worked out. But it wasn't fun, like, uh, you know, for about five or six hours, but... Cardano's wife says, sorry, Cam, can't support you this time. Hashtag embarrassing. What about the old Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl's had enough. Yeah, she, 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 Cheryl was on my side now. She's like, this guy's a stooge. Like, I can't, I can't defend you if you don't know your own number. Thanks for listening, though, Cheryl. Just, Cardano's wife's pretty smart. She's a teacher. I just like that. Uh, His girlfriend. Like, if somebody asks you what your number is, you, they're going to think you're lying. You'd be like, oh, I don't already know. I kind of, yeah. I, I do. I just screwed up a couple digits. I got it. Yeah. I, yeah. I do know it. I, if I really, really, really I don't know your number, though. I don't know your No, you don't know my number. I know it's 289-something. Yeah. That's the thing. Weird weird area code again. <laughs> no, honestly. We're in a 416905. Why do I have a 289? That's the loser area code, right? Like, where do you get that one from? 289 sucks. It's not even like a real place. It's not even a real place. Even though, no, but you know, like Montreal, you know the area code of the area. Like it comes in. Like 289 is like a mystery code. It could be here, it could be there. It's basically all the people, the area codes are all taken up. So they give you this new one split between different areas. It's like my area code, uh, 647. Yeah, well, 647, no, but 647 came. It's been around from 289. 647 has been around way longer than 287. <laughs> 647 was the first losers after 416. I'm with the like the bottom feeders at 289. Yeah, I just keep I just keep it no matter what city yeah. I'm in, I'm just keeping the uh, I keep the same phone. I don't care. I don't need to have like the local area code, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, good point. Kind of like an area code that you know. Jay says, I'm turning into a chicken wing. That's yeah, a good point, Jay. Just, uh, maybe. I wouldn't say a chicken what does that wing. Mean? Uh, maybe. Well, you uh, turn into a chicken. How's that Maybe because I don't have a. Uh, what's he trying to say? Like, I'm not a human or turning into a chicken wing? Okay. Yeah, Cheryl can't, can't support you on this no, one. No, no, Cheryl's not with me. She, she, was, she was saying I was okay, but now she's like, no, no, you're on your own. Cam's turning into a chicken wing. Yeah. I like chicken wings. I'm not really sure what that means, no. Crown Royal. Yeah, you're not getting a lot of support on this one. Only no, eight percent. No, 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 this one, this is where the people turn, and they're right. 
Like I, I can't even, yeah, I can't even like, respect myself. So how, people am I, like, how am I looking for your vote? Hey, wait, no, yeah, yeah. See, Pete's right though. Two eight nine. That's the area code for peasants. <laughs> you're right, Pete. Yeah, you and, got and, the you got the loser area. Oh yeah, two eight nine. Two eight nine is basically the scraps. You know, you're not getting the like the real nice part of the dish. You're getting the leftovers. That's two eight nine. Four 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 one six and nine oh five were the originals. You could always remember it. And now these two eight nines and you're you were part of it. Six four seven actually. There's a lot of people. I know a lot of guys with that uh, area code. I don't know their number, but I know six, their area code. Six four seven is a cool sounding area. Yeah, it's, six, it's, four, six seven. four seven. Yeah, it's not two eight nine. <laughs> two eight nine. <laughs> two eight nine. Two eight nine just sounds like uh, yeah, you said it sounds like it's the sticks or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not in the sticks, but it sounds like the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Gabe. It's it's a bad area code. Now people understand why I don't remember. Not really, though. There's not a lot of sympathy this time. Cam's turning into a chicken. I still don't <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, that me means. Me neither. I like chicken wings, but it's not like we talked about who the guy who ate carrots all the day. And you said that chick who turned orange, and my dad's buddy who turned orange. Because he ate too much beta carotene, but now Pete yeah. talking to throw people in the two eight nine area code under the bus. Called them peasants. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Settle out, Pete. That's, I, that's <laughs> what I told Pete. Some <laughs> settled out, Pete. All right, so um, man, I really don't know what to do with these baseball games, Cam. Let's uh, let's uh, take a look. Uh, we'll try to uh, give people some perspective I, I, here right now. I got a few you. picks, but I don't feel great about high unit plays tonight. We're only one week, we one weekend of play out of the All Star break, so it's yeah. kind of tough. It's are we starting tough. over? Do these streaks continue? Uh, but the Boston Red Sox are fourteen and two in their last sixteen games. Yep. The uh, I didn't actually realize this because of the the little break here, but the Pittsburgh Pirates have won nine in a row. Really. <laughs> wow. No, that's just I knew they won if like they beat down Cincinnati, but nine. Like I was thinking maybe six or seven, but nine. Really? Yeah, I know. I almost no, don't no. believe this. Yeah, I don't believe it either. But you're probably uh you can confirm it. I'm I'm thinking it's it's probably true. Sounds you know, like, sounds like, sounds like fake news. Fake news, no. Actually the Pirates have been winning a lot of games. I've just come to think of it, just thinking, yeah, they 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 crushed the Reds this weekend. They've been playing good baseball, actually. But I like Cleveland tonight in parlays. Uh Gabe, if you do a Yankees and Cleveland parlay, it's actually way better juice than I thought. With a 290 and a 275, it's only minus 120. Minus 120. That's pretty good, don't you think? You get Severino and Kluber at minus 120. Yeah. Sorry, like, we've done these parlays uh, before. That, that like, I don't mind laying 20. Now, Tampa's been good at home, but the Yankees are a better team with Severino going. Like, I, I have a lot more faith in the Yankees than would yeah. with Tampa. The Pittsburgh Pirates have won nine in a row. Yeah. It's kind of tough because it doesn't feel that way no. because of the all-star break. No, it, it, it broke it up a little bit. You're right. Wow. Pittsburgh Pirates won nine in a row. San Diego are one and seven in their last yeah, eight. They've been awful. Miami are seven and three. That's in what I'm saying. Ten. Miami. I, I like I like Urena and the, the Marlins tonight. Give me give me Miami against Newcomb and the Braves. The Braves haven't been playing great ball. Steve Merrill just tweeted that uh, the public is the, their number one pick is Newcomb tonight, but the Sharps are on uh, the Marlins. Hey, wow, you're calling me Sharp after not knowing my phone number or my girlfriend's number? Thank you. <laughs> Detroit Tigers are 2-8 and eight in their last 10 games. Yeah. Uh, as far as some total runs, Cleveland, 7-2-1 to the over in their last 10. Been scoring, scoring. The Angels, 13-5-1 to the under in their last 19. Milwaukee Brewers seven and three to the over in their last ten games. The Yankees six one and two to the over in their last nine games, and the Tampa Bay Rays five and one to the over in their last six. Interesting. 
See, we're talking about so Jose Arenas on the hill here tonight. Yeah, I like him. He's I got, like him he's a got lot. a two and nine record, but he never gets any run support. Uh, this guy, it's unbelievable. You know, Cam, he's zero and seven at home with a four point two six earned run average. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's. T- I... And Sean Newcomb's two and zero with a zero point seven five ERA, twelve innings of work against the Marlins this year. Yeah, it's well. it's a tough board third, tonight. Third time's a charm for the Marlins. All right, give your picks. I wanted to uh, to uh, yeah, bring our yeah. boy uh, Rockamaniac on for a second day here before sure. we before we get out of here. I'm gonna take, before you get out of here, I'm going to take the Minnesota Twins game at plus one twenty as a small pooch. Uh, Miami at uh, they were plus one hundred five. They're plus one hundred now. Parlay with New York Yankees and the Cleveland Indians at minus one twenty, and a lean to the Cincinnati Reds at minus one twenty. I think they actually get it done. Rockamaniac, I got to tell you something before you put the headset on. I got. I'm, I'm real sweaty. Like they're uh, the earmuffs and the the. the I, I, Gabe's got to tell you. Like I, I got sweaty ears and stuff. So you might want to just hold it. And I don't know if he can hold it and talk. I do have a big head. Oh, you might just want to wipe him off. Oh yeah, or just wipe him off. Is that okay, buddy? Okay. I, I thought it was a fair thing to tell him because you know I sweat a lot in the studio. <laughs> Thanks, friends. Friends. friends <laughs> Uh, Cam uh, Cam Stewart, of uh, course, he'll be back uh, with us uh, tomorrow at uh, four. But uh, Rockamaniac, a regular listener and a longtime listener and viewer of our shows, going back to uh, to two thousand two. Good to see you, Rockamaniac. Pleasure to be here, brother. Good to see you. Can't believe it's been sixteen and a half years, man. It's been crazy. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we were getting old, man. When I started this stuff, I actually had hair. <laughs> not, not, not not anymore. Um, now I got hair in uh, parts of my body that I didn't before, and I got no hair on my head. That's it. But 16 and a half years ago, it was CFMB. It was a studio that had shag carpeting. So your your headset isn't that bad, uh, Cam. Yeah, shag carpeting that, day. That's so. how bad it was down there. Hey, listen, I can't believe we're playing the music already, but you were at the Impact Wrestling. How was it last night? No, it was great, man. The, the new management is taking it in a great direction. So they're doing a great job, man. Yeah, check that out on the Fight Network. Uh, guys, Rockamaniac, it's always a pleasure. Pleasure to be here, brother. Does your